0: Alright, Cleveland Moto Podcast. We are alive and kicking it. it is May the 28th, isn't it? May? No, 25th. 25th, 25th that's right. May the, 26th. 2/4 May the 25th. 2-4 was
1: yesterday for all you imposers up in Canada.
0: Oh yeah, it's May 2-4, eh? 2-4 weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, they were, uh, I'm sure they were living large. Uh, so yeah, to my immediate left is new guy. Nick DeVito. Nick DeVito. And to his Steve left. Steve Hoffert. And? Chrome. Chrome.
2: Chris Smith. Johnny Mac. Sleepy Cinch.
0: And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Uh, the guys from, uh, the guys from Fuel, the Fuel Cleveland Motorcycle Show, were nice enough to bring us a stack of these, uh, Mom Triads Flat Out Friday, happening in Cleveland, Ohio, July 27th, at the Wolstein Center, at 7pm, uh, real live, honest to God, live motorcycle sex acts taking place on concrete, covered in Dr. Pepper syrup, uh, we have been watching some of the videos.
3: Lick it. Yeah. Well,
0: that's, well, that's my it, thing. Is like, do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. When it, you
3: maybe. go face down, keep your tongue out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, you
2: got to have a full face helmet. That's the rule. Oh, man. They don't want you to lick it. They no. have to rebuy it. Well, I'm just absolutely convinced that if
0: I do <laughs> well, crash man. and slide out, I'm not going to slide out.
3: No. I'm going to crash and stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going
0: to we'll get a whole roll. body. You're going to a fly stuck. on a
3: fly strip. Yeah, like
0: a, like a rat on a glue trap. I'm going to get a whole body wedgie. Inside my suit. We combat
2: that with coconut oil. Really? Soak yourself
0: in oil? oil. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) You hit it, you just make a nice dessert topping. Exactly. Dr.
4: Pepper and the coconut oil. Oh, that works, Sweet. yeah. Really nice. I know that makes for an interesting. You know, can make laps on a waterbed with coconut. That works it's really good. Great. You can't make laps, you just
0: squirt off. It's well, a no, great just... things. Hey, baby, I'm you coming got... in.
4: Woohoo! You, you got to go in at a little lean and you get the, get the momentum going. <laughs> get to see, get <laughs> get the... The... And that's clearly on a... a ceiling fan helps too. A full floater. <laughs> yeah. keep off. you down? What's
3: that jar of stuff you're eating? So, yeah, so Chris
0: Smith was evil enough to bring us pickled herrings. Oh, wait. You want me to bring it out? No, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, they were from what noon? Uh, they were. they have Been sitting on dash, warming, and uh, since they, they brought them out. Well, we we give shout outs to the name of dumb beers, and we're not going to give a shout out to the name of the weird pickled herring I just put in my face. Come that,
2: on. Was that pickled, or what was the white slime all over it?
1: Okay, so it was, well, it, wasn't it, pickled. was it was herring and wine sauce, and then it was cream, cream. sauce. Yeah,
0: cream yeah. sauce. Wine and yeah. cream, cream. <laughs> which yeah. is tartar
1: sauce. Yeah, cream and fish yeah. go together not, really well. No, perfectly. exactly. So I, I yeah, think Phil that. hit it right on the head.
0: It's basically like you take a piece of fish and put tartar sauce all over it, and yeah. that's exactly what that tastes like. The Noon Hour mm. jarred. Um, and to, to read, give it a good read, um, Noon Hour, imported creamed filet of herring. 12 ounces, packed by Noon Hour Food Products in Chicago, Illinois. Canadians are wild-harvest... Oh, sorry. Ingredients are wild-harvest... <laughs> Canadians. I, I got Canadians, so excited. I got Canadians nervous, are uh, wildly-harvested <laughs> <laughs> wild Canadian herring. Real sour cream, whole milk, cream, modified food starch, sugar, onion, sugar, and or corn sweetener, vinegar, and spices. It's an excellent source of okay. omega-3 protein. Sweet.
1: Ding! And now
0: you know. I could so, have eaten
1: a few more bites if I'd had a cracker.
0: Yeah, crackers would help that
4: measurably, but...
0: Again, it's what, not, a, a, what a, what a I shitty host. Eat, it's not our challenge to eat the whole damn I could
4: have eaten much more, Dad, if it were a bag of tacos. Or <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah.
3: grave case of White Castle. Oh, shut battle. up. <laughs> you know, I was that, that, down that
0: recently in shut Cincinnati. Shut your slider hole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> as much as I will
0: drive over a slow person to get to a Cane's... Uh, you can't, you can't even tempt me with White Castle when I'm in Cincinnati. Because I drove past three or four castles, and you know, you're driving past me like, you know, White Castle, we haven't had one of those in Cleveland in a coon's age. My God, I think I'd like to slide in there and see what they're all about. And you know what? I'm not interested. It just does nothing for me. I have no desire to go and get myself a slider or a chicken asshole or chicken rings or whatever it is they're doing these days. Chicken circles. I, yeah, chicken circles. I have no desire to do to have a white castle experience. You've ever had? Yeah, you've had, had them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. a chicken asshole in yep. yep. a
4: twenty ton press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you do is you buy a bunch of them. Yeah. And then you take the bottom bun off the slider between the meat and, yeah. the, and the onions. And you slide that chicken rectum in there. Oh. You put it back together and you eat the oh. whole thing. Okay. Right. How
1: good is that? I love their onion I guess, petals. I would always load my yeah. sliders up with onion petals. Really? At 3
4: in the morning when it go, it's going down with your you know, 23rd beer, it's great. That's my point. It's the <laughs> only time White Castle's terrific. ever been the
0: right food is when you shouldn't be awake. I went
3: to Thurman's in Columbus. Yeah, and they have the Terminator. You know, it's like the burgers. Like, so the two guys with me couldn't even eat half of it. Right. I ate the whole entire thing, (laughs) and I ate like a bunch of other stuff. And so we were leaving, and on the way out, there was a White Castle. I had to stop at the White Castle. Really? (laughs) After eating the I bet you can't burger. Wow, (laughs) I love White Castle. My White
1: Castle story was at you know umpteen hours in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning, we did White Castle. I had some left over. I threw them in the fridge. I decided I needed round two for breakfast in the morning. Lo and behold, what comes crawling out of the bag? A cockroach. Of course yeah. it did. So I
0: finished eating those burgers, and then I called up
1: White Castle, and I'm like, I had a cockroach in my bag. They After said,
0: my second Crave case, I noticed there was a cockroach in there, and I'm feeling rather upset about that You're right now. You, you for double hear. meat. <laughs> you, know what,
1: you know what they sent me? A gift card for a twenty pack at the same store. It's <laughs> really? Two weeks later, well, and you cashed it in. Cashed it in. I it in. Right?
2: knew what was coming. You are about the new superfood? It's like the mouse and the beer. The new superfood now. stuffed with cockroaches. No, they're, they're milking cockroaches. Some fucking like thing in Oregon. They have a cockroach, and apparently, like the female version of it has this like fucking little tiny ounce of weird milk. Teat that's like 15 times more, like, whatever normal milk is. It has more protein, more omega-3, all this shit rolled into it. Has I'm like, How you many can milk fucking it? cockroaches do you have to milk Broke. to get one <laughs> glass of milk?
1: Okay, now I'm going <laughs> to
0: guess that they're hand-milked. No. Just, <laughs> they
2: probably
1: have a march across like a plate. That's how I milk the cow. They electrify them until the milk squirts out of them, and then they march them on along and then bring the next batch.
0: So just press them through a screen door mesh. Give them
4: a I don't them. think you're just
2: getting milk at
1: Once again, just get
0: your 20-ton press out. That doesn't necessarily work.
4: Yeah. I tried that with the life once, and the electrodes just left burn marks. <laughs> no, no. No, no contraction. You, couldn't get no, good no. Good no, you no. could get good contraction you could get milk. You need like a on. TENS <laughs> unit. I got on a Oh, there you
1: go. I'm a cockroach. Thanks. Well, I meant his wife. Oh, my
0: <laughs> so you mentioned canes. I did mention canes. You
5: know, there's one coming to Cleveland.
0: Yes, I heard yep. Strongsville's gonna have a cane. Strong smell. Yeah. yeah. So I think that uh, that's gonna become part of my pickup and delivery route on what Monday. Do do on it's gonna Monday. be the canes. Strong smell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I am a caniac. I'll be the first to admit it. I am a damned fool for those things. And yeah. I
5: found out recently. Speaking of Strongsville, at uh, Route uh, uh, 82 and. Uh, Right off the highway, there's a Marathon, and they have
6: gas. Yeah, they're real gas. They, yeah, they've yeah. got uh, they're on the they list. all free gas. Yeah, They're on the what list. They yeah. do? Yeah. I'd
1: yeah. like to point out that I think everybody rode a motorcycle here tonight.
0: What'd you ride, Nick? Uh, 87 Suzuki SP200. Whoa! I like it. Really? Jesus, I didn't even get a chance to look at it. Those are cool. That is a very cool bike. Nice little windshield. It's like a yeah. ADV Touring yeah. model. That's a, very cool, that's a very cool bike, man. What Cameron ride? Chicken coop. <laughs> He's painting a chicken coop. Cameron got into chickens. We we did something bad to that boy at AMA Vintage Days. I think I blame Liza. He ain't been right since AMA Vintage Days. Broken. Broken. Liza, <laughs> broken. Liza broken. It could have happened. Like that Danny Evil, evil what, Suit? I can only. I was going to say, do yeah, you think it was the evil,
4: evil Suit or, or the eighteen-inch dildo? That's not. I mean, no, I'm convinced.
0: <laughs> Look, I think Liza will just straight up shame you into making some terribly bad decisions. She will just plant that seed and just never fucking let you fucking not think about it. No, really, you should do that. You should really do that. You should do that. And Cam was like, "I guess I'm just gonna do it just
4: because
0: mm-hmm. she'll never shut up." Yes, pretty much. Shut up. A What's that? She chicken cooped him. Well, I don't know. He's chicken. getting into chicken coop. He's getting chicken. into chickens on his own. Jerking. Choking, choking. <laughs> he's building. <a> he's <laughs> literally building a chicken coop right now, as we speak. He's it's building a chicken killer coop. looking. Is it really nice? Is that the job. one that he? If that's the one Burr. he built. Yo, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, he built a chicken coop.
1: I'm oh, the one he shared on a somewhere.
0: picture it of it, he like
4: built that? Up. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I'll yeah. look
0: at it again now. Right. It's a chicken condo. Yeah. What did you write today, Steve?
3: My passport. The passport. The urban assault vehicle.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks for bringing the African
2: twin, Steve.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
3: the passport was my main transportation for how all how the parts miles I needed. How have
2: now? Like seven? Huh? How many miles does that bike have on it? I
3: 8,000. Oh, oh, yeah, right, see? Right. And How many did you world put on it? Bikes get a lot of like on. All of them? 6,000. Oh. Six, yeah, yeah. 6, <laughs> Johnny
0: Chrome, I know you rode the... Steve? <laughs> the Goose is the first, Loose. Yeah,
3: yeah, the Goose is Loose. first time I've it out this year. Yeah, yeah. The V7 Off. Bagger. What, yeah.
5: what did Johnny Chrome ride?
3: V7 Bagger. Oh, it's a V... Seven oh. RB, <laughs> RB, RB. What's a V7 racer bagger? Yeah, Racer bagger.
0: <laughs> racer bagger. You don't <laughs> have ragged. to be
4: lonely at Baggers' own. At Baggers'
0: own. What did you write, Chris?
5: Uh, Eighty-one Suzuki GS four fifty. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. Uh, nice
2: yeah,
0: your, his yeah, original ride. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all him. That that's that's the resurrection. Bought it right down the road, literally,
5: on on Hilliard er, uh, Lorraine Road here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bought it fresh, brand new.
2: I wish I had my first bike. That was your first bike? Very first bike. Damn, man. How's your wherewithal to keep it? That's amazing.
5: I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I wish I had my first that's, bike. That's hard to do, wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> that bike
2: is the reason
1: we don't even know you, Chris. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a story. In excess. Mm-hmm. We'll tell the story there, Johnny man, Mac. I'm going to le- leave that for a different podcast. What? See.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. So, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. well yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Folks,
5: gather around. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, your children
1: Chris had his bike, took it to an unnamed well, other you shop. tell you a story right. about a man they named Chad. They tore it all apart.
0: He did. Yeah. And then let it sit there. They took the liberty of disassembling it further and then aging it.
1: Yeah. it. I like to call it, it. Yeah, it Bench was, aging it.
0: Yeah, it was bench, bench aging. It. Bench yeah. it was bench yeah. aging. Yeah. Used some parts, lost some parts. Some parts were lost. Some parts were used yeah, like the carbs. on other stuff. The, they lost right. the carbs. Yeah. Right. They polished a couple parts because yeah. apparently somebody needed to learn how to polish something. Yeah. And then they lost some parts. And then then it turned into Chris having to ask for his bike back. How, how awful is that? Remember that time I came by here and I, I left you my motorcycle? I think I want it back. And several dollars, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I fronted them some money. Right. Yeah. It's a tough, I mean, that's a very tough position to be in when you have to literally go ask for your shit back.
5: So, James and Mark mm-hmm. rolled over there, yeah. picked it up for me. Yeah. Hauled back as many boxes as they could find. <sighs> and then, yeah. luckily, over in your garage off yeah. of 83, uh, mm-hmm. you had a Parts bike. We did we did acquire a parts one, bike. Yeah. 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 we did acquire so a parts nice bike. Nice enough to yeah. sell that to me and I was able to make up the parts that Thank God for Ohio's strict title laws.
1: Right. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, and that is true. That's, how you, parts bike. that's how you have a parts. Uh, no bike. title equals parts yeah. bike. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right. And that is true. That that bike was only able to be purchased because it didn't have a title. And it was absolutely a parts bike.
5: Who wants to give me another beer? And yeah. and it was paid for in cash.
0: Right. Yeah. Fair game. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was no chain on that. What'd you ride tonight, John? Well, KLR
1: 650.
0: KLR 650. Yeah. No, military. Not, yeah. Marine Corps.
1: It's not a normal KLR. No, badass. The out. old soldier. Well, I just thought everybody knows that my KLR 650 is a U.S. Marine Corps. I wasn't going to extrapolate.
0: Tomorrow. I think maybe. It's been enough time that we've cycled in some new podcasts. So it's a
1: 1999 on the headstock, but titled as a 2000 Kawasaki (gasps) KLR650. Is
4: it a diesel? It was purchased through.
1: (laughs) 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 That's the question I get. Just had a fight. Not a fight. I just gently tried to give somebody to shove off. I posted a picture of it because I was joined at ADV. Oh, yeah. Because I thought, which never seems to happen, that you might find a place to ride the thing. In the dirt, but it's never any place near you or anything like that. And not around here. Not around here, sure. but whatever. Whatever, man. Oh, is that a diesel? No, it's not a diesel. There really aren't many diesels available. They're still in service. I've seen a few of them. Oh, really? Sure You've you seen have. a few of them? On Google. Okay. Well, where are you seeing <laughs> diesel KLR650? That's you when know. I turned into EO. Oh, really? really? I can't sur- believe it. <laughs> well... Humvees are still in service, but they're still, you can still get, well, actually, no, Humvees were taken, all the Humvees you see that came out, those were not armored ones, so that's why they got sold off. But besides
2: being green, the coolest thing on it was the thing you showed me today, which I've never seen before, is the infrared (laughs) running light. That is badass, Yes. Yeah, so
1: it has the three position switch, you can go regular lights, off, blackout, or you can go infrared illuminators. So there's an infrared illuminator on the front. And then LEDs on the back. Now, you ask if you could ride the bike with the, the night vision goggles. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Do you I have the goggles? I don't have goggles. I well. think he does, though. I do. Oh, Yeah, nice. I've got a set of a- a- This a- sounds P- like a challenge a- a- that needs a- to happen
0: a- a- at, at, at mid-vintage. You could go full a- sniper. Sevens. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a set of, uh, you know, they're they're 80s issue uh, a- ANPVs sevens, which is what we had when I was deployed. And so back I was in 1990. It, yeah exactly yeah and uh, back you know BG before GPS right. uh, but yeah I've got a set of them and I tried the bike and just like anything anybody who's listening in the audience who's ever worn Vietnam or eighties night vision devices knows that it is a it is a light enhancement only you know you, there has to be some ambient light there. Hence the infrared illuminator and that's exactly it. on the bike. Right. And so the infrared illuminator works about as good as your remote control does for your TV yeah. if you look through your cell phone. like the, the IR illuminator you know, on your remote control is just one LED. That's all it is, and it sends a signal out. Your TV looks for it. Well, the IR illuminator that's on the front of this motorcycle, I like to tell people it's the same thing as if you were wandering around very late at night with a candle. So if you were trying to drive by candlelight, it's the exact same thing. And on the uh, night vision goggles, there's, there's three positions on the switch. There's off, there's on, and there's illuminate. Yeah. And the illuminate switch is a very, a very touchy subject when you're in training right. because when you put the switch into the illuminate mode, there's a little light-emitting diode that sends out an infrared shot of light so that when you're wearing night vision goggles, you can do things in front of your face in a pitch-black tent. Right, it's like a tent too. or in a vehicle, but you have now literally done the equivalent <laughs> of holding a big lighter up for the enemy to see, because you can see an IR illuminator miles away if, if you, you are also looking through an infrared device right. or a, a night vision device
1: or a scope mounted on a, high a sniper rifle. Right. And so
0: you can always tell young troops that are in a training environment for the first time playing around with night vision because you look out in the field and it just looks like there's fireflies out there. And these are all these idiots with their IR illuminators on because you're like, look, when I switch the switch all the way to the right, it gets much easier to see. Blink. Like, well, no shit it does. And I'm going to be sitting here with my Miles gear with my laser tag set up, just, you know, licking my finger and popping it off the sensor so I don't actually have to discharge around to shoot a laser beam at you and activate your, your gear to, quote, kill you at a distance. All right. Yeah, fun stuff, but... The motorcycle, using that, the correct era's motorcycle and the correct era's night vision goggles, it's the same reason we lost a whole lot of Blackhawks, because the night vision gear is never as good as the performance of the vehicle it's on. And I think that if you were trying to ride that motorcycle using night vision goggles, I don't think you'd make it far.
1: You'd have to be putting along in first gear. You'd literally
3: have to be putting along. It would keep you from running into a tree. What's that? There's lag because I have that. I have that uh, thermal. Yeah, thermal has lag. These these don't have yeah, lag. These don't have yeah, lag. Yeah, these are these yeah, are real my time. My thermal's got it's got terrible lag. lag.
0: Yeah, and you know military thermal, which is, runs a giant cooler system, that there's no lag to that. But the the infrared shit is just it's it's real time. Basically, it's just a, a really shitty uh, phosphorescent type illuminator that's in there, and they'll make your eyes feel terrible after a couple hours. So that, that
1: thing made a shit ton of noise. Yeah. Until I tore it apart. Yeah. And there's a little plastic block, which I'm assuming is some yeah. sort of filter or yes. you know it's what I mean? Because I yeah. think it's just a regular ball, but it sends it through the It's these going through blocks. a really dark mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know, but whatever. Those things were loose and it was just like one drop of glue. And then just yeah.
3: One drop of glue. So is problem? The new stuff though is really good. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It's two hundred feet straight
0: out. Yep. Well, and because that's how, that's the way night vision has changed dramatically, and it has. It's so much better. But what's on our KLR motorcycles is really just uh, a tiny bulb hiding behind a really, really dark piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was, too. If, uh, the older guys will remember, like, the Korea and Vietnam-era stuff. The blackout lights on the front of the Jeeps and tanks were just a super thick piece of, like, black glass. A filter. That just it's a filter. It's super thick and super mm-hmm. heavy. But behind it was a traditional regular bulb.
4: And my dad know. had a flashlight. Remember those flashlights, neck sort of flash like loose neck yeah. yeah. And in the bottom of the flashlight, yeah. there was like three different filters, and one of them you couldn't see through. Yeah, yeah that's your yep. infrared.
0: Yeah, that's your infrared marker filter. So you would take that flashlight and you put it up on the antenna of your vehicle, mm-hmm. so that at night when you're running around in training environment, even though you're not emitting any light for good light discipline, other people with night vision systems won't run you over or be run over by you, and that's what that impossible to see through filter was for. That's, the a funky,
4: that's what the funky funky clip was for, too. Mm-hmm. It had a.
0: And the funky clip is so you like can clip Like that it over at the top pocket. and like yeah. that at the bottom. Yep.
4: And it's like, yeah. how do you
0: do that? It just clips into your load bearing equipment so that it's kind of always facing forward. But it's not so much so you can see, it's more so you don't get run over. So you know? people can see you. So people can see you, exactly. That's the idea behind it. So the bad thing with those is you never know when the batteries go out because there's no visible light. <laughs> and the two D cell batteries only last a certain amount of time until they're dead. So. So yeah, you figure that
5: out when, when when you get run over. When you get run over, <laughs> so I said I'm a tanker. Must oh, be out. I'm Shit. a tanker.
0: You will never find me sleeping near miss. On the ground. God
4: damn it! I need Ever. batteries.
0: Ever. <laughs> I'm a tanker. I will not sleep on the ground. Fuck you. <laughs> no. The, the infantry are called track grease where I come from. <laughs> oh, that is not grease. the cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it makes no sound. The tank itself, when a tank's running in mud, the turbines all you hear, and you have. It's very hard to judge where it is in relationship to where you are. But at the speed it can travel, it will turn infantrymen into track race in no time flat. I'm sure. What? There's a dude at our door right now asking if we're closed. Is yeah, that we're, what he's saying? Yeah, yeah he's saying we're super-duper closed. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. super-duper closed.
4: Read the sign, dude. No, he,
0: he can't read. He's got all that sterno in his mouth.
2: So, yeah. speaking of military stuff, so my dad, Ow. my dad was a Marine, you know, and yeah. he's, whatever, he's always told me about it and stuff, and, and he's always told me, oh, I fought in Korea, I was on the 38th Parallel, I was part of the, the Chosen Reservoir. Right? But he never really elaborated on it. The Chosen? Yeah, The Chosen. Resident, okay, yeah, The yeah, yeah, really Chosen. Yeah. So Netflix just, Frozen just Frozen. dropped this thing. It's from 2016, but I just watched it. And I had no idea. My dad was such a laid-back dude. Basically, 6,000 or six thousand Marines got dumped, and they were supposed to go through and then hit uh, the North Korea and go into um, the U.S., whatever. There's a China. Yeah, up there. yeah. And... China said no, and they surrounded them with 120,000 soldiers. And these 6,000 guys fought off 120,000 soldiers. But then they got stuck. Korea. And so my dad was one of these guys, right? But he never elaborated. Never. He was like so laid back, like, oh, no, I was in the war or whatever. That was the fiercest battle ever fought. Ever, right? Ever. Dude, I'm on the plane. I'm like, last week I wasn't here because I was working, right? I'm on the plane. I'm like, "Ah!" there's tears flying everywhere. I'm watching this documentary. And like this was in the bitch cold of winter. Negative 60 degrees. So guys, degrees. I
1: mean, like, uh, some of the stories that come out of it were like uh, POWs. Guys, like, guys did get captured. Right. Well, the Chinese just fucking mowed them all down. This oh, yeah. so one guy right. was a survivor. He survived getting, he was in a truckload of right. guys. They all got shot. He covered up. Bottom of the pile. Uh, the guy was with them, froze to death. He yeah. managed to fucking claw his way. You know what I mean? And then they evaded. They did off. They had to go, like, the group that you were talking about, I think mm-hmm. that's the group that they said, fuck it, the one wacko commander that everybody made fun of or something like that, Smith, yeah. he took him. he's like, we're not taking the roads, they're like, what are you talking about? Right. We're going through the fucking mountains, wow. in the fucking cold and everything like yeah. that, but it ended up saving their ass, and then they ended up coming around and fucking, well, and we this. killed 100,000, nobody, yeah. they, the Chinese will never admit it, but we killed 100,000 Chinese in Man. that war. But it was Jeez. like,
2: it was, it was fucking nuts, and like the fact that like. Like, that dudes that would guilty, lose their 31? arm, yeah. and they, they didn't have anybody around. Yeah. It was so cold that they'd just roll their shirt sleeve up and wait, and it would just freeze, and then they'd wow. get back with that. But anyways, so all this happens, and they, you know, they do all this shit, and they get back, and at the end of it, 2,500 soldiers actually lived out of all of it, but yeah. they also saved 25,000 South Koreans, and everything like that. Yeah. So all this happened, and my, my dad never told me this. Like right. He was just like, oh yeah, I wasn't, you know. Yeah, I, I, because
0: our parents and grandparents were far better people than we are. Yeah, it was insane. Because they didn't have Facebook.
2: <laughs> but it, but it was it was really interesting to see that the government just kind of was like. So your recurred. father is a frozen chosen veteran. Yes. Wow. It was fucking That's crazy, something. and he's got. That's I have something. I have his whole board because he passed away last year. But I have this whole board with like all these medals and Man. all this stuff. It's, but like. You know, it's your dad. You don't. It's like it's like having a family. You don't you think, don't of think about He that. never talked about it. People
1: but, talk about Vietnam. People talk about all the battles in World War II and everything like that. Yeah. Look at the frozen. Chosen. Look at chosen. on crazy. The Revi- and here's Reservoir. the
2: thing. And the government basically was like, "Well, we can't do anything. Sorry, guys." And they had one. This was the fucked up thing that really messed me up. They had one shipment coming over. Like the planes were going to drop some stuff to them. And they all had 50 caliber guns and all this other stuff, and they dropped 40 caliber ammunition and shit that they couldn't use. So they were literally like they had to search the dead guys to find nice. bullets just to get back and come down through it because they had nothing from the thing. It was it's crazy. And man. the
1: lopsided kill ratio is what's wow. what's astounding. Yeah,
2: 110,000 to 4,000.
3: Yeah, we lost oh, no. very little cool.
2: man man
3: compared to how many fucking Chinese we killed. Yeah, it makes you wonder if the government just didn't do that on purpose so that they wouldn't ever hear of that. I think there's a lot more
4: scenarios like that than, than anybody ever hears about I mean, right. my, my dad, not to take anything away from your story, but oh, no, no, I my, my old man cool. was 82nd Airborne. Yeah, He was in the early, the late 50s, early 60s. I didn't know until after he passed away in 95. He passed away in 95, and I, I started hearing the stories from my mother in that in 97 or 96, 97, whatever. He was in Laos in Cambodia when the government says that nothing was going on there and shit. I right. mean, like...
2: So what do you think? Why do you think your dad, my dad, didn't really talk about it? You uh, think they he, just come
4: back and just, they just don't want to deal I with it? And leave I don't mean,
1: know.
2: I uh, in in maybe they were in intelligence.
1: Too, when did
4: like uh, when did when did Shield turn to Storm ninety? Right. And, yeah. Exactly. Seventeen yeah. November, seventeen yeah. January, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I was going to a recruiter's office the night that that shit went down. Yeah, the night. That, but anyway, the that, night that our training exercise
0: became an action He was mission. a
4: big part of talking yeah. me out of going to the military. You don't yeah. want to do that. You don't really don't, don't want to do that. No, don't don't do, that. That. do that. You know. So <laughs> I, did <that>. you know. <laughs> I did that. Don't do yeah. that. No. So anyway. They make lost me half half their people. I don't know. So so
3: he saw a lot of the people in his. Yeah, I'm sure. You know. So this does kind it of tie in
0: a little
1: bit with Memorial Day. I know it what is. I'm we have mem- Memorial, Day. It's Memorial
0: Day weekend, and right. the big thing is my cousins and my, or my cousins, my not, my uncles and whatnot, who did come back from Vietnam. When they came back, they did not come back to ticker tape. They did not come back to parades. They did not oh. come back to support to our troops. There were no yellow hate. fucking ribbons. Uh, People spit in their face. Yeah, right. And that was a a big difference, I think. And when I see the way that my family members were treated when they came back, and uh, You know, the experience that they had following their service and the experience that I had when I came back, it was totally different. I mean, I came back and was offered a job every fucking place I walked into. There was not a single place I walked into that they didn't, as soon as I would show them my DD-214, that they wouldn't just be like, well, so when will you start? You know, there's a big, that's a hell of a shift there because the guys that came back from Vietnam, the general consensus was, Nobody wanted us to be there and that the the soldiers who were there were seen as being insubordinate drug users that were not pro-America because that, at the tail end, the last three years, the news reporting coming back from the field, the shine was coming off the apple. And, you know, Cronkite and all these guys who were bringing back the stories were still bringing back very patriotic America-forward stories, but then Rolling Stone and Hunter... They were bringing back a totally different story mm-hmm. of what the American troops were doing, and that By that
1: time they were like, "Get me the fuck out of here."
0: Well, yeah, I I really think that there was that overall feeling of being quagmired in a stalemate, and there was no vision for how they were going to get the fuck out of there. Well, like MacArthur's plan, they were being abandoned, <laughs> and, and they were being abandoned. And they were abandoned when they got home too. I mean, that's that was a really really tough thing. So that was uh, Steve. What'd you write tonight? me yeah. <laughs>
2: sorry uh, super tenry
0: super tea exactly so i am wrote...
2: bagless i mostly debagged
0: you it. debagged, so de-bagged it so it's basically a fork. you debagged for de- it i debagged hey. it uh, ass is you, nice you, you debagger it nice.
3: so does that make it a tea bag <laughs> they do well maybe right. to leave it There's plenty of tea bags
2: so coming back to bikes so behind Johnny chrome over there the versus that is the sexiest silver on those those forks that is the
0: Isn't that cool? It's ridiculous. Yeah,
2: it's like it's it just sucks me into it. Look it is that. black
0: chrome. Yeah, is what Kawasaki calls the finish. It's yeah. black chrome. Sexy. Uh, it is damn sexy. The, Not uh, the first
1: time I've seen black chrome. Right. Black chrome exists on the my FT500. Yes, I was going to say the mirrors, yeah. the exhaust. Some Hondas mm-hmm. uh, did that for a while. Yeah. yeah,
0: Honda liked their black chrome. They really did. It was a uh, pretty good stuff. The the hall, the rest of the hall came home to roost. Uh, BMW F650GS. Uh, heavily loved. Uh, <laughs> brand new front and rear tire. Uh, tons of happy trail shit on the bike. Uh, top cases, the bike, or side bikes, the bike could actually fit in if you ch- if you cut it up right. Uh, it runs real nice. Good running bike. And How many miles on that 14,000. Oh, it's new. I know. It's broken in. Yeah, it's, it's it's exactly it. It's a Rotex motor. It's a Rotex motor. It's, very, it's an early generation bike, so it's got the Rotex in it. Um, to the to the, it, that bike's immediate left is the Kawasaki Versus in the 2014 livery with the old, ugly Tri tri-cyclops headlight. I mean, uh,
2: it's to it's, it's taste, it's not It idiot. is,
0: well, I think that is the Versus headlight. Yeah. Like to yeah, me, yeah. that headlight can only be a Versus. Right. Um, the new Versus, the 15 and newer, has the same headlight on it, every Kawasaki. Yeah, sport bike. It's a Kawasaki sport bike headlight. But as we
2: talked about before, somebody yeah. made a beak for this thing. Yeah, it, they
0: made a schnabel. And the schnabel, <laughs> it actually, it, but
2: somehow it works. So it, it really has.
0: does well because so the F six hundred X F six fifty GS to the left of it has a schnabel. Mm-hmm. So it has a fender and a sub fender, which we just I always laugh at the whole a motorcycle has a fender and a sub fender, <laughs> and. Uh, See Germans. See Germans. <laughs> I have a question. Yes,
1: I probably know the answer. But yeah. What does the schnabel do?
0: Hey, you know what? Whatever it's the sh-
5: schnabel uh, wants to do.
3: That's uh, catches the overspray. I think yeah,
0: the overspray
5: over coming up toward the windscreen.
0: I really don't know.
5: I thought the
1: answer was nothing. I don't know.
0: I really don't know. Would your experience be any different if you took the schnabel off of that bike and rode it around with no schnabel?
2: Well, what was the first? So the original. GS, the BMW, they introduced the, the Beak, right? They introduced the Beak? I would I think, think so. so. I mean, either that or that. Right. Like and so, then, so then Ian and his buddy went touring around the world, and everybody got their big heart on for it, and then every company that said, I want to have an adventure bike goes, we need to have we a schnabel. Got to have thinking. a schnabel.
3: Yeah, but I noticed on my Africa Twin, I was right in the rain. Yeah. I got caught in the rain the other day, and the spray comes up around the fender. Okay. The yeah. lower fender. The lower fender. And it comes straight up like this. Okay. So, so I imagine the that the whatever spray comes up around that lower fender okay. hits that and it doesn't hits spray the you. It yeah. goes down look, around man. the gas
2: tank and sprays onto your legs. <laughs> the guy at the Yamaha said, "Fuck, well, we're, we're going to buck that trend and we're going to have no schnauvel. We're going <coughs> to actually inject the front end. We're going right to make there. the
3: front end go the wrong way. Wrong way. Right. Yeah. The wrong Just way. Just to be different. Yeah. yeah, And that is true. But their yeah. fender is lower and it's got a slot in the side that looks like it would shed water out the side of the maybe yeah. The versus i yeah. have
0: no idea if that slide I mean, is that actually water, to evacuation shed water. Sh-
3: chris was
2: fingering the slot i did see him finger yeah. the slide <laughs> no because <laughs> that would give <laughs> it that would give a place for the Can water to go figure. yeah
3: instead of going straight yeah. up and over the oh my god, over, it around like the sides <laughs> and straight up <laughs> it would go out oh my side. god it smells Garrett. like
0: suzuki or kawasaki <laughs> so that versus right there that is an abs equipped versus so yeah. it's a 2014 lt with the abs uh which is nice uh to its immediate left is the Kawasaki Ninja 650R. That's sort of what started the whole thing. So the motorcycles that had the monoshock with that mm-hmm. rear swing arm, uh, that started the sport bike-ish. Like I like to joke, the Katana is Suzuki's, you almost got a sport bike. You, you, you came, came close bad, to buying a sport but bike, but you didn't quite get a sport bike. You got a sport-inspired bike.
6: Right.
0: You got a sport-inspired motorcycle. And the Ninja 650R is its a twin. It's not a four-cylinder. It's certainly not a race bike by any standards. In fact, it even has like a superbike uh, TT-style handlebar on it. Yeah. So it's got like regular old 7-8-inch bent, bent tubing bars on it. A very relaxed riding position. It's comfy. They came out, yeah, they were very comfy, and they came out in a bunch of interesting boutique colors, where the fork lowers, and this particular bike, the fork lowers, the rear swing arm, the monoshock, and the frame are all in like a maroon, a metallic maroon color, satin. Red anodized. Red anodized, excellent. And the rest of the bike is black with a little Mm -hmm. silver lower. It's not the color I wish it would have been. I really do think, like, I'm a a purist, Kawasaki's should be green. green. Yeah, 100%. But this
5: is a very nice looking bike, and and and
0: once again, we we got it for a song. We we paid very little money. James has already got it. James (laughs) hasn't ridden it yet, but he's claimed it. He's licked it twice. Yeah. On the
2: West Coast, (laughs) you you, you, would have had it sold before you brought it home. Exactly. That's the biggest commuting bike on the West Coast. You see those everywhere. It makes perfect sense.
0: And this one's got some kind of an interesting pipe on it. If Chris could try to read the the name that's on the exhaust pipe, because we've you know I love people watching with watching them arguing, fighting with the term. Akropovich. Yeah. Oh. You know, and watch Akrapovic. what's the brand of that python? I call it Acropovich.
4: I can't see it, but it's yeah, it's uh, Well yeah. this is not an Acropovich. This no, is
0: not this a is Kra- that,
2: This is the um all the adventure guys achieve it's like two hundred and fifty. I've always heard wow. that
4: name though pronounced the way he just Acropovic. Akropovich.
2: Yeah. That's the American way to
1: say. I know.
4: I know. I've it, always heard Akrapovic myself yeah. too. Yeah, Akrapovic. You'd but you uh, see where it's made, right? Exactly.
0: A, right. Looks right. like
5: beats the beats the fuck out of me.
0: Yeah, it's like I, I think it was called like oh, uh, God. Somebody in podcast is that like a Chinese like
4: of, I was going to say, is this like the the Kiban carburetor? Somebody read the, the name looks, on that. I think the, it the, was hilarious. The emblem looks the same, and you just, at a glance it's designed in Japan. It says
0: Kiban. Designed in Japan is a big favorite. Yeah, I
2: like on eBay now. If you look. They have Akapovic, Akrachevich, whatever. Yeah. But, like, they blur it out because... They're going <laughs> to send you a pipe with that sticker on it, yeah. but they can't legally send it, so they just blur the sticker oh, out, God. and it's 100 bucks or 50 yeah. bucks or something. And I'm sure yeah. it's, the quality is
4: amazing. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's, it's fantastic. We sell these helmets and this DLT sticker. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what you do with the DLT sticker is entirely up to
1: you. So what do you think, Nick? Oh. But the helmet goes on I don't yourself. know how to <laughs> pronounce it. Yeah, that? that's it. Delkovic. Yeah.
0: Delkovic, right. Delkavik. Yeah, Delkovic. I've heard of them. They're,
2: in they're, they're, they're actually. in I, Indiana. No, oh, no, 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 no. they well, You know what, though? They're not from China or something. A is um. Delkovic is. You said Britain?
3: It says UK on no, yeah, it. It does. Yeah, yeah so. No, oh, Delkovic pipe. So as long as there's not an electric wire connected to it, it might work. It sounds <laughs> <laughs> no really yet. good. A they were making
2: guys, a lot of guys are giving good props to them. They're like they're an intermediately priced, two hundred okay. and fifty to three hundred dollars pipe.
4: Okay,
0: can we play it?
4: Yeah, go ahead and play they it. They were on. making if that's the company oh, wow. I think it is. They're making some interesting stuff for don't the vintage Japanese, guess. right? It's fuel injected. Like Z one pipes and some stuff.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean it's a it's a it's a don't suck.
4: Don't Yeah, I mean you the best you can give them. they don't suck.
2: A few hundred bucks, you know, compared to like a thousand.
0: It's, it's a growly, fine. raspy. Yeah, and you saw it's got an HID. Yeah. Okay. So it's got a, it's got an HID light in there. Uh, so somebody put a little bit of money into it. I just not want to stick it up in here. Right. right? Thank you.
2: Well, you, you've already done that, but now just, the bike now on. the bike be louder <laughs> too.
4: Cover the smell of the
0: whatever One million shot duck.
3: Uh So well, then Dustin's not smoking tonight. So right. <laughs> so something better smell like.
0: Yeah. So and then to its left is the Honda CTX. Which Renee's is the bike Renee bought. So she was bidding for us on the, uh, on the internet. So she was doing the simulcast bidding. And uh, of all of the 50 cruisers that she could have bought, that I had authorized her to buy, they all went for more money than I was willing to pay. Considerably more money than I was willing to pay. And this one, she was able to buy right. And it is a fucking, you know, no mileage, of course, silver bike. Uh, silver mm. Ctx. It's, au- it's it's not an automatic. It's beautiful an automatic so for what it is. It's so, it's okay. Wait a automatic. second.
1: It Looks
5: good.
0: What
1: do you mean by that? What do you
6: mean? Well,
3: you said it's not an automatic. It's not automatic. DTC. It's not. A, it's they not made a that in
1: DTC yeah. as well. I'm yeah. listening.
3: Yes. You rode one of those. <laughs> yeah. Is there a clutch?
0: Yes. It has a clutch and real okay. gears. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought all of those were nope. No. That so basically, that's an sc 700 x that's stretched. Oh. Same motor, same wheels, same brakes. And here's what I've learned check this out if you hold your hand this way and stop halfway down the motorcycle it's gorgeous so if you look at the top 50 percent of that motorcycle it's lovely the the whole thing like the seat and everything if you took that gas tank and that seat and that headlight and put it on a honda gt 650 hawk you'd be like yeah baby
4: this is the same. This is the same technique you use at a bad strip club. It like. is. It is. That's right. But there's yeah. kind at of, of like this. Huh? Yeah. Oh that
6: yeah.
2: Okay. Thirty inch or lower inseam. That's going to be their bike. It is a really
0: remarkably good bike. And what I did like about it, uh, riding them around a little bit, is if you don't want to own a cruiser because you don't like the cruiser image, so if you don't want to be identified as a person that wished they had a Harley, because to a, to a large per- population. Owning a cruiser is clearly, oh, someday you'll get a Harley. Good for you. <laughs> and this is what you're riding in between. And that is a real thing. I mean, I see it tons is. of people riding boulevards and you know ACE yeah. Honda Shadows wearing Harley Davidson belts and jackets and t-shirts and hats and shit like that. And people that are taking their Japanese logos off and putting smashed birds on their, you know, Japanese motorcycles. That bike does not want to be a Harley Davidson in any way, shape, or form. But the riding position is very friendly and. Forward controls. Forward controls and clutch out at like fucking one mile an hour. Clutch is totally out and the bike is happy to go like. 1200 rpm and just do figure eights all day long. And it, it'll it'll Dump redline
2: if it's like the NC it'll redline at like 6000 whatever. Yeah. But you'll get 70 miles to the
0: gallon yes. on that bike. Dude. I don't doubt that, that that bike is That's brilliant. what I
1: didn't like about the NC 6, that you just 000. I can't have a bike that doesn't yeah. have at least an 8 or 9000
4: rpm tractor motor. motor. It,
2: right. It, the first time you get on one of these low revving bikes you'll hit yeah. the rev limiter twice and if you if you have skill you'll just Learn, and I we all know. rode. <laughs> <car>. <laughs> <laughs> well, well then, then. <laughs> <laughs> if you like cocksucker,
0: <laughs> you'd like to drive it like it's a diesel, maybe you can get the ten-speed version. Yeah. The uh but we drove the automatic version of that, and none of us here liked it. Like we all, yeah. we all rode that automatic around that red bike that we had last year. We all pedaled it around the parking lot. We took it out for rides, and we all came back and said, "Don't like
3: this bike." Mm-hmm. But, but a, about a foot of that chain was like a piece of rebar it was yeah there was a, it did have a certain <laughs> like, The, the
2: DTC thing is weird like, i can't get used to it like thing but i think when you get to a certain age and you can't use your feet you can't use certain things it probably keeps and you, you riding longer or maybe somebody that's scared of like shifting it is well, it i just bought a hover around round
1: for ten dollars so, <laughs> <laughs> so you're ready yeah and it's fun no
2: it has right. its place though what i'm saying is it has its place like for somebody that's riding and that likes to yeah. clutch and likes the stuff
7: I can't. I can't do it. It bothers the shit out of me. Nick, have
0: you ever been interested in a uh, clutchless motorcycle?
7: <coughs> Not really. I've ridden mopeds. Yeah. Um, but. Right. I like shifting.
0: And so once you got away from a moped, mm-hmm. you said, "Fuck that." Like, I don't ever need to ride an automatic ever again, because I know how to shift. Well,
7: well, what do you guys think about how zeros feel, then?
0: Well, that's the thing, is we're... We're constantly looking
4: for the fucking clutch (laughs)
0: lever, right? For the first 20 minutes, minutes I'm going... (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> my that is, my left toe one. is like, what but the there's fuck? There's like something
2: mental because I can climb on a scooter no matter what the CC, mm-hmm. and I'm totally comfortable because right. it's a scooter. It's and a scooter. I'm like, hey, it's a scooter. You just twist the throttle right. and you go. But as soon as you put me on some kind of a motorcycle, then I'm reaching for cultures. And I think
0: that my brain separates the zero mm-hmm. from all the other motorcycles because the zero to me lacks the vibration, it lacks the combustion, it lacks the, mm. lacks the shaking, it lacks a lot of the things, the sensory overload. And with the zero, you can be like, okay, looks like today I'm going to be living digital. And yesterday I'll be living analog. and Maybe tomorrow I'll be living analog. But today I'm on the digital bike. And the digital bike, because you go back and forth between your zero all the time. Yeah. You go from, I mean, your helix is automatic. Your passport is automatic. Semi. Right, semi. semi yeah. That's right, yeah. The Africa Twins
3: manual. The Africa Twins manual. The... The PC's the manual. PCs manual. Right. The Aprilia's yeah. an automatic, but you sold that. You got rid of that, right? Yeah. But okay. you know what? The Aprilia's uh, iteration of automatic yeah. was, and my wife hates it when I say vastly superior. That's fine. <laughs> but it yeah. was vastly superior to the DCT. I agree. Because yeah. it, it it didn't, it, like in turns, the the DCT is is unnerving. It is unnerving. Yeah, Because yeah. you can go into a turn yeah. and if you get on it it goes ch- ka-chink it and, ka- ch- ch- and it turns right in the and, middle of and the and turn. And when you're riding it's yep. like ka-chink, ka-chink, ka-chink. And, yep. and the the mana was just a tr- smooth transition through everything and DCT, I never had an issue with that. Yeah. That's I my agree.
2: question though. So like if you're riding through curves, like last weekend I went on this trip where it was like we rode down roads where I was white knuckling the whole time like filling out my bike, learning that you know I, yeah. I haven't ridden it in that type of road. And on a, And a lot of it was like downshifting at the appropriate spot to make the apex of the turn, do stuff, and coming into and getting ready for it. And and you know with the DTC, it's like you're trusting this computer to kind of do that for you
1: correctly. I have a question. Yeah. Explain to me the difference between DCT and CVT.
3: Excellent. That's Steve. Go ahead. The DCT has basically two gear trains with two clutches, and you have one, three, and and five, and two, four, and six, yep. so uh, when it, it shuttles between the two yep. separate trains, uh, so when you start out in first, yep. the clutch this pulls clutch in, pack is the, yeah, the one clutch pack is pulled in from first, and the other one is pulled out, yep. so when it decides to shift, it just immediately just flaps over to yep. two, three, four, two, you know, it goes exactly. back and forth. So it's a gearbox. Yeah, right. but it's serial, so yes. it'll go one, two, three, four, it's four, it can three, two. four, four, three, two, one, it'll... only be sequential. It'll, it you won't can't, jump, right, well, I mean, can't just... Jump. Said,
1: yeah. You can do it manually with a, a, a button. You can do it with yes. your button,
3: too, and yeah. you pull or push. Or you can go depending. automatic,
1: right. but it's still got to go click, 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 it's click. It's still an
3: automated
4: So to go from 5 to 1,
1: it still has to go It has four, to go three, two, one. Five, four, 3, 2,
0: And one. there's six distinct ratios. Do they, sell exactly. a
2: foot, do they sell a foot lever for the button?
0: Yes. So the Aprilia he had actually came with one. So his Aprilia okay. he had, he could shift by the thumb or shift by the foot. It could do both ways. Right, and you, could and you had shift seven distinct... Function. You okay. had seven
3: distinct seven ranges to give you the appearance of having distinct gear ranges. Can, now this is a CVT. The CVT has a, basically a disc and a belt, right. and the disc um, can squeeze in and out with ramps. Would no, the the uh, does not use a scooter. Uses ramps exactly. with roller weights, and then yeah. the centrip centripetal force of the weights push on the plate and, and uh, squeeze the plate as you get to higher speed. But the Aprilia used a servo mm-hmm. and it, it uh, electrically adjusted mm-hmm. the uh, distance Position. between the two. So the much, face, more the face much more preserved, much more positive uh, in its... And in
0: its driven faces, when you have these cones, for lack of a better term, that are aiming at each other. So the cones are aiming at each other and the belt is riding on those cones. How close those cones are together greatly increases the distance the belt has to travel to go around that wheel. Okay, it makes the makes the part the belt goes on of the wheel bigger. When you push two cones together, the part of the wheel that's it the makes outer the diameter bigger. makes the has,
1: the belt has clearer. to travel in a wider exactly circumference. Exactly right. As they go apart, it can travel in a smaller right. circumference.
3: Right, and then yeah. the rear. The rear one works opposite, works on the opposite, side. so yeah, the belt yeah. doesn't. Because if the front just adjusted right. and the rear didn't adjust, yeah, pull forward then then right. there'd be... hence
1: be. the term. We now have a continuously variable. CVT, but yes. my
2: moped, which, which sounds awesome for motorcycles, but my wife has a Chevy Spark that has exactly. that. It's <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> well,
4: and that's where the thing is.
2: Our Ultima, though is fucking great.
0: Yeah. Some people it love them. It all
4: depends on the generation. Yeah, I mean, we I test drove a Ford. Your early spark? Ford SUV with the CVT and mm-hmm. it was just horrible. It was yeah. Is your shit. Spark a hybrid?
0: No, no.
1: So it's <coughs> all going up. See, the hybrid that we have at work is an Ford Escape hybrid. Yeah, there is no correlation to the gas pedal, the gas engine, and mm-hmm. everything. If the if it's in neutral, you can push your the pedal right to the floor, and it will go to two thousand RPM and really? stay there and stay there. It, the pedal is all fly-by-wire. Yeah. When you put it in reverse, you can stomp it to the floor, and it just it doesn't goes. matter. It's still going to creep. It's yeah. much like riding the hover round You hit yeah. it. It's, everything is controlled. <laughs> right. You can, you, if you're, you can stomp on the pedal, and it just goes. And actually, what it does too,
0: when you stomp on the pedal, it says, hmm. "You don't want that, Dave." No, <laughs> not, ah, you right. you're, not you're not allowed to do that. Everything
1: do is all control. Right. In my wife's Altima, though, it's there's none of that control. Right. You're still controlling the engine. and When you stomp on the engine, it still it goes and it goes nice. See, my wife, it just it just makes a lot of noise. I and was going to say, <laughs> like usually with CVTs, yeah, it's a spark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. usually with CVTs, <laughs> your
0: right foot is connected to a noise factory. Yeah, and then when the noise factory goes to maximum. And the transmission factory goes, okay, we're gonna let you go up there now. Yeah, we're gonna, okay. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, because it yeah. is interesting with the scooters.
4: Well, that needs a poc pipe. The CVTs. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate is right, a nice lockup too, yeah.
1: though. Like, in low, like so, it always is at two thousand RPM. Right. The, en- it, it, the engine is just all, like, you can stop on it, and it, stay, it, it stays at 2,000 RPM. And the RPM
3: and the transmission does all the changes. It, it, but does, you,
1: it, it, does, not, it does not let the engine rev out. It just, mm-hmm.
3: They have chains, though, don't they? I mean, isn't there, like, a chain in that CVT and it into not it. a I, belt? I'm hoping I never have to look into <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. perfect <Yeah>. world. <laughs> when it You'll goes bad, out. it goes my, goodbye. My Civic <laughs> Hybrid CVT blew up. Yeah. 5500 bucks. It was a sealed unit. Parts you car. Cannot, you could not repair it. It was a welded, no User serviceable parts inside. Right. Holy oh. shit. That's,
2: that's what I had a, a Volvo S80 that was supposed to last me forever because I was always a Volvo guy for a long time. I had a Volvo. And, and that car had an automatic transmission and I, ha- I had the guy tell me, oh, this is one in a million. Yeah, but it's like a $4,500 transmission that you're going to have to spend for a $2,500 car. and It's just like, nope, not going to do it. Thinking about an engine that lasts a long time, and this isn't really
1: motorcycle related, but I wanted to talk just a little bit about Mm -hmm. Briggs and Stratton just came out with a motor that they say you never have to change the oil, you only have to add. Whoa, really? <laughs> that is their new their new
0: lawnmowers that they're sh- putting out in Lowe's and that's Hope Depot. That's a green statement, isn't it? Well, you know, they, know what? The the here's what I'm saying. That's only one step different than their current line of lawnmowers. Because their current line of lawnmowers is you never have to change the oil and you never add oil because you just throw it to the curb and you buy a new yeah. one every five yeah. years or 10 years or 15 yeah. years. And
1: I yeah. was thinking, wow, or that's got to be amazing. Yeah. What are they doing for this? So I did a... I started looking at it, I went to and what you quickly realize is they're not doing anything. And then yeah. when I applied it to my own I bought my mower. Right. When I moved in my house in yeah. nineteen ninety seven. Right. Mm-hmm. That mower is still alive and well and of course kicking it is. Mm-hmm. I know I changed the oil once. One time. I think I, I had like some clots or something. So it did get a really nice <laughs> oil. It got <laughs> some it good oil. Some it was clots. like some synthetic shit. Right. You know? It smells really like good when it's Right. <laughs> But it's never been changed. But then I was thinking, well, that's kind of good. I mean, that. And you've had that mower for how many years? 20 years. 20 At years. At least 20 One oil change.
0: One oil change. Right. And right. So Maybe we, topped it up once or twice. What I think Briggs & Stratton has done is their marketing department has got together with their engineering staff and said, hey, guys, what's the reasonable life expectancy of a lawnmower? And then somebody said, well, 500
1: hours is actually the number. 10 years. Do you know how many hours I've put on my mower in 20 years? I have no idea. Well, you figure a half hour, yeah. maybe once a week, all right, mm-hmm. for maybe four months out of the year, Correct. maybe five months, right. so that's maybe a half hour 20, it would maybe be 10 hours a year. Holy shit. Actual runtime. Wow. That's
2: 50 years for 500 right. hours. Exactly.
1: Right. So yes, that's yeah. why you can have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you and that's not out of the it.
0: question. If you think about a 210cc four-stroke motor, which is what all of them are, they're all give or take 100 to 210ccs. There are four strokes, and if you think about, in the world of dirt biking or anything else, you think fifty hours. Well, fifty hours isn't that much. Fifty hours is a very reasonable amount, whether you're a boater or a motocross kind of fella. Um, fifty hours is very, very reasonable. Well, you're saying that fifty hours could be fucking how many years of mowing? Twenty years of mowing. At a Holy half hour hell! Of a
3: mile. Well, shit. That's a reasonable lifespan. My, my, I have a Cub Cadet, a 1969 Cub Cadet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's got uh, you know, Kohler or a yeah, horse- ton motor, of yeah. horsepower or whatever right. it is. Yeah. And that, it's the original motor. Yeah. It still runs. It does breathe out. The, it does, the exhaust comes out the exhaust and the intake now. But <laughs> yeah. So it's about <laughs> but time that it's rebuilt. But it still runs right. after, yeah. what is that? But that is the thing. It's a
4: fucking iron cooler It's yeah, none yeah. of this. It's like three to one well, compression anyway. Yeah. As, you know, <laughs> what, <laughs> if
1: you go and you watch their video, yeah. they're blaming all this on their air filter. That they have That's this so really clean. nice paper yeah. air filter that fits really snugly. It's a HEPA filter does not let any impurities so get motor into that only motor. Only breathes. So when I changed the one time that oil. I changed my oil, all that black stuff that yeah. came out. Yeah. You're telling me that came in through the air filter? I'm calling shenanigans. I'm saying that
0: blew. That there's blowby. The there's yeah,
1: blow-by. Right. Of and course. so you've got to be contaminating your oil. Yeah, but the old ones. Have they fun. do admit that you are going to have to add oil. Right. So where did that oil go? If not by the rings? Where does the well, poop I know where go? my
2: oil went this week. I was mowing the lawn and something hit the oil thing and uncorked oh, it. Oh so God. pushing And stuff. Where's <laughs> all this smoke coming from? And there's oil. And I looked down. My whole mower is just covered in oil and slime. So I finished. I, put it yeah. back on and finish the lawn but I'm going to have to add So what you're saying is all I need to do is add oil cuz it's a Briggs and Stratton, pretty oh, stratton much. Yeah. yeah, all right. Sweet. But
1: I think the same would apply with a Tecumseh or any other Mondays As a child
0: in 1975, cuz it've been a half a hour,
1: a um, half hour a week times yeah. 4 weeks in a month. Right. times maybe 4 months so 16 half hours. My yard is bigger. So than you're, than you're only that. talking 8, eight hours, hours a year. A year.
0: Yeah. Right. As a child <laughs> in 1975, we knew that you did not garbage pick the Tecumsehs. You garbage-picked the Briggs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the Briggs always ran. You, I am You clean the carb, rebuild the carb, put it back together again, the Briggs would always run. Ran one part. I yeah. No shit. Those things were unkillable. I'm a
1: hardcore small engine guy. Yeah. I started out in high school. I've rebuilt rotary. I've wankled yeah. lawnmower engines. And I will tell you this, as your friend, I yeah. prefer the Tecumseh. I like the Tecumseh carburetor because yeah. it actually has a float It has a float bowl. Yep. Yeah. And it does not have the diaphragm. All right. the, a lot of the a lot of the like three point five uh all the Harley from. mowers right. <laughs> Warburrows. Right. The Wal-Barros have cars. the little yeah. flappers yeah. and the diaphragm and stuff yeah. like it that. All, that will eventually money. go bad. It's six bucks at, Harvard, at uh, home. at but it's football. not very much money. And yeah. so either yeah. one is actually a great mower. But the but point the, is the other thing is this too you're at
0: Clevelandmower those are <laughs> those are governed at 3,000 RPMs. That's so they the also, point. They it's also run forever. Life. So what yeah. is the
2: sexy red uh,
0: slanky little saucy number next to the Yeah. For so that bike over there, um, that is a living, breathing, zero actual mile VFR 1200 Interceptor F. Put some Ooh, gas in. let's yes. go. No, it runs big.
3: <laughs> There might be some bodily fluids We on have V
0: <laughs> yes. Are you going? So it's a V4 with VTech. Yes. And when you turn the throttle past three thousand RPMs, another door opens up. Whoop, on the whoop. The bus, so Phil And you can actually see it opening. It's so cool. <laughs> oh so Phil, I had a gun once that was brand new in the box.
3: Yeah.
1: And I had that gun for eight years. And I never shot and it.
0: And what was the point of that?
1: And it's exactly the conclusion oh, I came no, to. Oh, no, that bike is
0: meant to be ridden. So it's going to yeah. have some miles on it before oh, somebody yeah. buys it. Oh, yeah. And what I'm going to oh, yeah. do once, so just for the sake of shits and giggles, because it is a 2010, it is the red Honda Red Interceptor 1200. I'm going to go to all of the internec- Interceptor forums I can find on the Book of Faces. Interwebs. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to say, I have a zero-mile Interceptor 1200. And you don't Documented. <laughs> you have exactly 24 hours. You don't. And the original factory <laughs> MCO. Just fucking somebody throw me a number, and I'm going to sell it with zero miles on it. But then that's going to that's going to happen for about a week. Or we're going to molest it. We're going. To molest it. <sighs> yeah, and it's going to get ridden. And and I can only imagine. Do you know what's fucking hilarious about that is? That bike's 2010. And then two bikes over from it is the K1200S, which is a 2006. Would you like to guess? How, let's let's just say for the, this will be a fun game. On the interceptor VFR twelve hundred F, clearly a cutting edge bike, too too uppity for sport bike riders of the day, and too sporty for touring bike riders of, bucks of the day. Oh, it was bucks deluxe. Oh was yeah. This was the Doctor Lawyer asshole bike. Right? And guys would show up at track days with it. It's all the best of everything, and it is the best of everything. And they didn't dick around, and people didn't buy them because, one, it didn't look like a CBR 1000RR, and it didn't look like a CBR 900RR, so it didn't get any track cred.
2: It literally looks like it's like being warping time and space. It does look it's like it's, it's at right warp two right this yeah, minute. Right. yeah.
0: It's going pad. And... <coughs> But to the sport touring guys, it was far too serious of a sport bike because it's sporty riding position. Yeah. So on the dashboard, you know, a bike like that, an uh, Interceptor, should have some other things that you can see in front of you other than just a neutral light and a high beam light, okay? So on the dashboard, guess what two additional... I can't look. God damn it, you're cheating. Guess what two additional... <laughs> pieces of information it gives you, and nothing else. Anyone?
3: Uh, let's see, a boner detector?
0: Yeah. What's Temprature. remarkable Temprature. about that bike is, yes, it gives you temperature. Thank you. It does give you ambient temperature. Yep. Fuel. It does give you a fuel gauge.
2: Temperature? Yep. Time and of day. It gives
0: you the clock. So it has a <laughs> clock and a temperature gauge. Do you know what the BMW two bikes over gives you
2: we're going to find out
0: everything it will tell you everything i think it will tell you the weight of your passenger <laughs> sphincter diameter it has electronically <laughs> controlled on demand suspension settings
1: it must have some sort of like uh check like a diagnostic system and stuff it, it, has was everything. Everything. It, was it has everything it has
0: everything it has
1: everything two different ways you can tell there's lighted gear and yes. the digital gear indicator yes
0: yes it is.
1: You actually have an analog clock, uh, yep. two clocks. This just has a big tack right here. You have a button
2: to scroll through everything.
1: Yes,
0: That's you do. So you can change <laughs> the you can change the ride from comfort to touring to sport with a button, which changes the way the suspension activates. You also can change your ABS and your traction control all right there as well. Yeah, you can do all that. You also mm-hmm. have fuel economy. Instant, average, you have, like, fuel consumption, all that shit is all there. That bike has a lot of data. That it it that has really a sensor
2: need. on the tank to tell you if you're whether or not you're a real man or not. <laughs> right, <man> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It has a the, wallet uh,
4: sensor. What is the
0: maximum <laughs> velocity that you've achieved mast. on this huh. bike so far? I have only achieved 160 miles per hour. Oh, <laughs> My God! Yeah, I have not. Das and
1: where were you going
0: from? And where were you going to? I was leaving uh, on a closed circuit. No. The Porco Liver Training Center. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, I was doing laps at Porco. <laughs> yeah, and I, I yeah, I and I know we joke about this shit in the podcast and stuff, but uh, I was being extraordinarily responsible. I had just. At 160 I, miles an hour. I pork. had exactly the right amount of alcohol that would let me go 160 miles per hour. Oof. And not enough to make me go 186.
2: So you only had two sips of a drink at 4 Yeah, pork. right? I know. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I really, you know, it was late at night. There was nobody on the road. There was absolutely no traffic whatsoever.
5: At what spot on the road did you hit 160, though? Uh, you were on 90, no doubt.
0: Yeah, I was on 90, heading westbound. So it was, uh, there's a really big bump in the road that nobody really tells you about between Cro- Columbia and Crocker. And if you're in the left lane and you hit that b- bump at 100 miles
4: an hour both tires will be off the ground. it's a womp it's a womp yeah. exactly and it goes from vup to vump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you glide in for it a lane. Gl- yep that one. and so what i did was i waited until after i hit the bump and uh, the freeway cuz you know they've repaved that road twice and that bump is still there and, uh, What's the deal with that? I, it's, I swear to God, it's just a freaking... Jimmy is. They got the rid of the two other ones. <laughs> no, they did get rid of the two other ones. I think that's just literally... I think that's a Darwin bump. And <laughs> so you're saying after Columbia? It's, between it's Columbia when you see the sign Croc- for Columbia. Okay. When you can see the sign ahead of you for Columbia, so you've passed Clay, yeah. you can see the... Sorry, podcast listeners. Area data. This is great for your Uber drivers. But the, uh, when you can see the sign that says Columbia, when you see the sign that says Columbia, not to be in the left lane is a good idea. Or not to be going 100 miles an hour in the left lane is a good idea. <laughs>
5: but when 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 did you hit the gas? The after I hit the bump, once the, the bump ball, was gone, and all the, the way the down one. to what
0: past? 83. Really? Yeah.
5: Holy shit! Yeah.
0: So yeah. I held 160 for a couple of exits. Because you got to do a little turning then too.
5: Well, yeah, but exits
0: happen a lot faster at 160. Yeah, at 160 <laughs> shit comes up pretty quick. The uh, but it. But I wanted, like, at 160, everything Podcast listeners, don't do this shit. uh, On that bike, at 160, everything felt actually perfect. I mean, I just... It it wasn't like I hadn't prepared. I'd watched at least three videos of YouTube people... (laughs) That night. ...traveling on that motorcycle at all of the speeds. Like, they had the needle doing push-ups on the pin at 320 kilometers per hour, even 340 kilometers per hour. And that bike is electronically governed at 186 miles per hour so you know I know it's not going to go faster than 186 but I also know I have no desire to go 186 but 160 the felt 26 you know,
3: is just so much more yeah right <laughs> the
0: 160 felt very predictable it felt very normal and I had the suspension in because things happened rather suddenly
3: yeah
0: <laughs> I had the comp- I had the suspension in comfort mode which i think is the ultimate irony I was doing 160 in comfort mode so, it was quite comfortable, and that is with the luggage on the back, too. The deployable, the deployable Ninja luggage. Turtle. Ninja <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> it's two silver turtles, turned sideways, and glued to the, the back of the motorcycle. The strappies, well, like that, the, the black see, that's, part of it. That's
2: the problem with bikes like that. It's yeah. not a problem, but the thing is, is that when they work well, yeah. and things are all working in synchronicity, speed is not that scary. The problem is is that there's other people in the world. Yes. And that's the yeah. scary part. Yeah. There so were no other people on the road. Right. So that you were fine. You know, but I'm just saying, like know, it's, it's just, like when bikes work really well, the faster you go on a bike that's made to go fast, yeah. it actually is not that bad. It's just I mean, come at you faster.
0: Tuesday night or you know, Wednesday morning at the time it was. The biggest my biggest concern, of course, with all of that is Woo! No, my brain immediately—they're not even. Do to, believe me? What are they going to think? When they go what are they going to do when they look at their laser or whatever they have and it says 160? Do you think they're going to do? No, they're going to call in a fucking UFO. They'll call NASA Lewis Research Center, whatever. They're not going to pull out. You know, they're not going to get that. Uh, they're not going to spill LCD their coffee. No. Fired up and. No. They're not going to fire up their their Dodge Charger. But
2: Phil, your bike's not faster than radar. Or, or radio, Exactly, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Helicopter. Yeah. It's not. There are no helicopters. <laughs> and
0: it vehicle. isn't. And I w- acted in a very responsible manner when the road was all mine. It might as well have been Bonneville. And when I got <laughs> to my next when I got to my next exit. Yeah, I slowed down and exited and drove the rest of the way home as a peaceful well, I'm adult. I'm sure like individual. any motorcycle, as soon as you wind off the throttle. Right. Mm.
6: Exactly.
1: You okay, we've passed the bump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So not to put <laughs> you on this spot, yeah. Nick, but just to get your voice on the podcast a little yeah. bit, you what was your highest
7: velocity ever achieved? On a motorcycle? And it doesn't
1: have to be impressive. I'm, I'm sure it will be, but I mean, like, uh, it, no, don't with be the, so sure. No, it, no. well, it's not impressive. That's okay, uh, though, but tell <laughs> us about
7: it. Um, the fastest motorcycle I've ever owned was a 1974 Honda CB750. They can be pretty fast. That's, that's, I, that's respectable, yeah. I got up to 100, and that was all I had. I, okay. I, I said, that's it. That wasn't what the bike had. <laughs> no, no. But the bike could have gone a little bit more. But
0: And I'm going to tell you, as a person who now appreciates the volatility of inner tubes, mm. you did yeah. the right thing <laughs> Yeah,
2: We should do a round
3: of table. What about you? Maybe 105. I mean, really? Yep. I'm not, right. I don't care about going real fast.
4: Somewhere to 160 ish range. Yeah. And right. and it was on I 480. And mm-hmm. it was on an Caltho- older cow Caltho- thousand I used to own. And the little bump that I'm used to hitting that goes <clears throat> and really hurts literally <laughs> turned into. <clears> throat> throat> <laughs> <laughs> and it felt like it took 30 seconds to yeah. come down. And I was like, okay, I don't need to go any faster. Ever. Yes.
5: 90.
4: (laughs) Really? Yeah. I've done 120 a
1: handful of times. I did it on a CB750. If you hold on to it long enough, it will actually climb up to about 125. And then uh, oh, sure. that <laughs> XS 750, yeah, we'll get to 120 pretty quickly. Like, yeah. not even like you don't have to hold on. No, Honda. the
0: XS 750 is a sporty bike. That yeah. would do 120, no problem.
2: I'm feeling, I'm feeling crazy. So I had an R1, <laughs> I had an R1 back in 2003 or four. <coughs> and there's an area, I think it's on 90. You're going to Thompson Dragway. We used to call it the speed test because it's about two and a half miles long, and it goes slight downhill, slight downhill yeah. for a mile, then slight uphill okay. for yep. a mile. So you could see the entire way to see if there was cops or anything there. And so I, I pegged the R1, <coughs> and indicated it was 186, but I, I'm, I'm assuming probably 175. I, I think yeah. it was probably a 10% off. And um, it kind of hit me toward the end of that how fast I was going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. So I'm like, should I hit the brakes? I'm like, nah, I probably want to do that. And then as I crested the hill, there was a car in the right-hand lane, and it was like... <laughs> was gone and so I let off everything and I kind of like leaned up a little bit it like <laughs> and so I was like okay I'm going to get back to the tank and then I just slowly applied the brakes and that was it that was the yep. only time I so ever gone I that fast. I would say any speed over 100
1: mile an hour you kind of want to be hugging the tank a little
2: bit. Yeah it's absolutely, it's intimidating man it's weird like, and like it, it, if that car wouldn't have been there I don't think I would have realized how fast I was going mm-hmm. but when you're like when you're off the gas and you're kind of coming down off yeah. your high of whatever you're doing oh, yeah. and you pass a car and it goes it's yeah. like if that car changed lanes, that'd have been a spot. Your you know? ass would get in
1: your head quicker than. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when and, black, if, and if you do come, windshield. if you
4: do come up out of that bubble, if you will, yep. yeah. Like that bike was, it was stretched. It was basically an old drag bike, fourteen twenty-eight cc. Big, oh God, yeah. big fucking huge front sprocket, big offset. Uh, what, you, what was Cosman's uh, little foot swing yeah, little arm? Foot, yeah. Car tire on the back. Yep. But I mean, a, I.
0: And none of the shit, like your tire, that tire that's on the back of that bike is not rated for 160 miles It was a square, age, it was a square inch car, tire. A car tire. It's a square ass car tire. And it had and it was
2: fairings a- either, right?
4: It had a quarter fair. Well, it had what looked like an MGo quarter fairing, okay. but it was not an MGo. It was a, a I can't remember the name of it. It was an actual race glass okay. that had substantial mounting. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: but still though you didn't have US body. Yeah, but that yeah, was, yeah, was all wind. Horsepower. Yeah, I came, it was horsepower. I can
4: I mean one time I did hit a bump and it came kinda enough out of that wind pocket where I mean yeah. it was trying to pull you and that time wasn't even that time was probably hundred and forty ish maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing. I mean I, I I figured out the one sixty after I got to work mm. and I did it um numeric I mean it was yeah. a speedometer is no speedometer it was a attackometer. Right. But um at lesser speed. I hit a bump and damn near got pulled off. I mean, yeah.
3: like it's crazy. how I don't
4: know what speed that starts at, but I mean, yeah. you get out of the pocket and it's like, oh <laughs> no, shit, shit, you, shit! Don't do that. <laughs> was, you saw a <laughs> picture
3: of that guy that got embedded in that car. <laughs> he was doing like one eighty or something, and he hit this car, and they had this picture. It was at one of the car shows or whatever, but it was a Volkswagen. The guy hit it, and the bike basically melded with the car, and and both the passenger, and the, or the driver in the car, and the guy riding the bike were killed instantly, but mm-hmm. you couldn't tell where the bike started and where the car started because it was, like, totally embedded yeah, just, in the car. Well then.
2: But you know what? You know, it's crazy. So, like, I'm not into sports, whatever, but I love MotoGP. I have for, like, the last 15 years, whatever, and I watch it, I subscribe to it, whatever. So you think about this, and like, so we're talking about our experiences of, like, holy shit, we went this fast, and it was freaky and all this oh, yeah. stuff. And these dudes are, like, fucking <laughs> turning, at 200 miles an hour through the track, yeah, and they're riding off. through cities and
1: towns on the Isle of Man at yeah, 200. miles that's so so crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's that where it's those like, videos
2: are just ridiculous. It's insane. Like the skills, like all these, like, all these guys. You know, the you're all machismo and think you're the man riding your bike, and you doing all this yeah. fast shit. Oh, I can go on the highway and go 165 because yeah. I I bought my R1 and I hit the gas. No, they, these yeah. dudes are. They interview these guys. and run. It's like you
4: were doing 280 on the ba- you know, kilometer. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, good, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah, but, but plenty of those
3: guys have died. There's that, that Isle of Man thing on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's guaranteed to kill yeah. somebody every yeah. year,
0: pretty much. The, a friend of mine had got the Blackbird three years after the Blackbird came out, I bought the Blackbird, Blackbird. I'm glad I never owned a Blackbird. And had done the mod to the Blackbird, and he was like, well, yeah. He goes, this is, you know, he told me he's like 194 miles per hour or whatever. And I said, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Whatever. And I really had no no real interest in it. And I just ridden a Hayabusa. And I'd ridden a Hayabusa over one hundred and fifty miles per hour, and it was remarkably unremarkable. And it did it did it really well. It, it did it perfectly, and it was remar- And it was comfortable too. I, I will give the Hayabusa that that fucking bike was actually comfortable to sit on, and it didn't feel like it was a strenuous or epic exertion, just like with that K 1200s mm. And That's the
4: ZX fourteen is that way too. By the yeah, ZX fourteen, right? Those and.
0: Are- this thing, this bike was completely stress-free at 160 miles per hour. And I took my buddy's Blackbird out with all the fancy go-fast shit on it. And I, he was like, oh, yeah. He goes, you know, I did the speedometers off by 10%, but, you know, this but that's typical for a Honda. And so when you get to this speed, you're going that. I was like, yeah, whatever the fuck. So I got it up to, and I, at one point I looked down, I saw 190 miles per hour in the speedometer. And it was not a comfortable Stress-free experience. It was fucking scary. Mm -hmm. I felt like Chuck Yeager, and (laughs) and shit was like shit was all over the place. And I was like, I was waiting for it to smooth out. Like I was waiting, like at some point, you just got to get through that envelope. And when you bust through the envelope, it's gonna all smooth out. And it never happened. That bike was angry as fuck to be going as fast as it was. And I don't know. Based on math, I know speedometer-wise, looking down, it said 180 miles per hour. Maybe that was 18 less than that or whatever, but I can tell you that at that speed, that bike was trying to lose me. I was excess cargo, That's and it was not happy about me having, <laughs> on, having me on its back.
1: That's because <laughs> the Pusa
0: yeah. does it with
1: aerodynamics. Yes, it
0: does. Yeah,
1: The Blackbird.
0: I think it just did it with pure anger. Pure
2: anger.
1: Pure
0: anger. And so the Blackbird really <laughs> did not like having me on its back at damn near 200 miles an hour, and it wanted me to be gone.
2: See, and then you have to go into the the point of it, like, it kind of takes away from the essence of what motorcycling is. Yeah. Like, at that point, you're just a drag racer that's on the street.
0: That thing over there looks like a, that bike sitting still, it looks, the K-1200S, it looks as though it is a piece of (laughs) weapons-grade missile. Like, cruise missiles don't look as sexy as that bike
3: looks. Scutonium. It is made of scutonium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the shape's very similar to the
3: VFR, though. If yeah, you is right. them, if you look yeah. at both. Well, them. this
0: VFR is very organic, whereas the 1200S oh, yeah. still looks very military much almost. like military, yeah. right? The twelve hundred well, was German. And, yes, and, it's yeah. German Honda. <laughs> it. Honda is very much like yes, we are one with yes. nature. You know that, like it says on the fucking the, gas tank of like your all year old Honda's Honda, is preserved
1: nature. Like an, an alien yeah. mothership came, yeah, like it, it and beamed spawned, it down, it spawned and, then spawned, and then it, yeah. took yeah. off. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's exactly right. The German you, was forged. It was it German? Thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, what do they call the? What do they call the emblem? The rondel. The has gets a rondel. Yeah,
0: it does. It's a. Oh, oh man, and it's covered in Italian chrome too. There's they like, both just rondels. <laughs> there's like, there's yeah. like, oh yeah, there's like, there's like nine ounces of carbon fiber. Why
1: aren't they sitting side by side? <laughs> yeah, because they're not really in the same market.
0: Well, because uh, I was working on the DRZ today. Separated by so a hooligan. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was separated by the dumbest bike ever. Hello, I'd like to introduce you to a DRZ Supermoto. That bike is only two years Hi, old. Hi, my name is Wheelie. Hi.
2: I'm surprised Dustin didn't want the backup.
0: I know, right? Well, this one is newer than Dustin's. This is a 2015.
6: Oh, shit.
0: And it has like 1,800 miles on it. And oh, clearly, like, clearly those changed. were the hardest 1,800 miles on the planet. Ba, ba, ba. I think it did 1,800 miles on a lava flow. I think it did 1,800 miles <laughs> on a... I, I just don't know. On a bed of anger well, and what kind cobalt. What are those? Those aren't
2: the rims that I came on know. it. I don't know.
0: Probably. They're probably... They don't have like a Krant or uh, you know Axel or any kind of cool names no, on. it. no not
2: Woody's. They're not so they're
0: probably just Suzuki. Warp 9 right or something like I that. don't know, oh. but the point is.
2: Was that sold as a Supermoto
0: or was it converted? to No, it? that bike is an SM. Oh, is it? okay. That that is a factory. Not correct. There's many. There's a, well, there's a whole level of jackassery going on with that <laughs> bike. So
1: there's Plastic like a division. Like usually when you see white
2: plastics like that, those are. Track
1: day post crash. Post crash. Yeah, those, those
0: are that's healing plastic. Yeah. You know the, what's kind uh, of
2: cool is the fact that Suzuki has some dudes like in the corner smoking weed, going like, "We got to keep the supermoto thing." Yeah, we yeah. Well, there's no,
0: there's uh, they didn't do the three x three airbox <laughs> no, mod on that. They just took no, they're, the airbox they're vaping. Door off. <laughs> they're, <laughs> right? they're vaping. They're smoking weed. They're vaping. Yeah. The uh, it's not <laughs> like that particular bike. That particular machine. Hold that out, John. no, no, no. Hold on. We were doing diagnostic earlier. Nick and I were oh. working on the lighting rig. Oh, but uh, but do check the ignition, please. Check the ignition. That's right. That's a key <laughs> from eBay. That is a, an ignition from that's, eBay that is dangling <laughs> around, looking <laughs> like a vestigial... Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that key system has nowhere to go, because whatever, whatever used to hold that key broke off in the 13th crash. The, uh, yeah. Like, the... This bike has been unceremoniously flawed.
1: We needed this little bit of tank and protector. A tank <laughs> protector
0: for two inches it's of tank. It's
1: under the seat.
6: Right, yeah.
1: Most of the know.
0: tank is under your seat, but it is a terrible, terribly... Ew, I'm
6: touching that. Yeah, don't touch
0: that. <laughs> no, no. that is a particularly rowdy motorcycle, and that's the motorcycle that I might end up being using in the... Oh, yeah. Flat Out Friday, Cleveland Indoor Flat Tracks. Yeah, um, that might be the right bike for that event. <laughs> yeah. You but can class, start it. But no. yeah. that's though. Rat- the the There's nothing. <laughs> that There's pipe is <laughs> in there. There's nothing in that pipe. That's something. That we, pipe is a place where loud goes to get louder. We all need to. <laughs> yeah. We
4: all need to practice our unicycle skills on that. Yeah, exactly.
0: That bike is a horrible idea, but at two thousand dollars for a 2015 motorcycle with the title, how could I resist? Oh wait, did I say sal- title? I meant salvage title. <laughs> Same difference. Same eh. thing. Eh. For what we're using it for, right?
2: Any proper guy that calls himself a hooligan rider, yeah, scoffs at. Out. That's like salvage title is that's just like a rite salt. of passage. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's yeah, you just yeah. put like parsley on your yeah, front cares? Yeah. 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 I'm
0: sorry. Did you say that motorcycle had a title? Well yes it does. Well, a salvage true. title. <laughs> well, you like those turn that's signals? Go ahead. You can you can turn on the turn signals. Salvage title. Go. It's turn it's turning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what we can't do is make the tail light and the brake light work at the same time. I'll be the first
2: guy in my group to have a title. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Salvage title? That's that's more than my last two bikes
0: have had. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't historical mean transferable? I thought historical plates meant you could move them from bike to bike. That's why I always
7: make mine into hysterical plates. Do all of the (laughs) new uh, uh, DRZ 400s have the upside down forks, or is it just the SM?
0: I think it may just be the Satomastochistic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It might just yeah. be the Satamas. Okay. So okay. like it just might be that one. The uh Yeah, there, no, there, there's nothing wrong with that bike. I mean,
5: yeah. that's the bike the
2: would you like to right.
0: guess how many miles are on that bike? Did I say already? Eighteen hundred. Yeah, yeah eighteen hundred miles.
5: That's what well, that's my guess. It's well, got less than eighteen hundred
1: cool. miles. It's, it's, you're just
5: lunch, you just look cheater.
1: Ah, huh? yeah.
0: It's two years old.
1: The only problem for me is that it's It's supermodo. not exactly a
0: touring bike. I don't want the Supermoto. Well, nobody mm-hmm. wants a Supermoto. For long. You want it for a minute. But again, stripper. Yeah? <laughs> That's right.
3: kind of like my Supermoto. You don't want to marry the
0: stripper. Well, your is electric. That's dig- dignified stripper. That's a stripper who can do your taxes.
1: I can't beat that. I can't beat
0: that. Yeah, that's it. Saves a lot of money. Yeah, And then the bike that's outside is the 1,000 Versys. That's what I rode to work today. That's a big chunk of
2: bike, That's a big chunk of bike, motherfucker. That's a lot of machines. If you
0: think you're strong, if you think you're strong, if you you feel like a man, you can pick that seat up.
2: Let me (laughs) ask you this, though. How did you feel? Because I sat on it, coming from the last 10 yeah, might, like the S Ten is like a couch that'll do anything, right? Right. So the verse, the whole object is is versatile system, versus, right, right? right?
0: Yeah.
2: That's a touring bike, though. It's a I don't I don't see that going. So off what's road. the the class of that motorcycle
0: is called LT? Okay. Light touring. Light, okay, light yeah. touring. And uh, I and I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that I think that it's neither. <laughs>
1: It's neither light See, nor torque. Bill's no, no, no. no.
5: going in to take a dump right now. He's
3: going to keep oh, talking all the way right, there. I'm, I'm doing
0: my graphic training <laughs> aid. So,
3: hold, 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 on. On. hold on, hold on. Right, every right, time on, you say on, on. S10, on. I think of a crappy Chevy truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I shit. Know. That's what I was thinking. Super saying. 10 You got a pickup? What are you talking about? But that's what we said You guys got to
4: get a new logo for that. All right. Let's call it
1: a Super
2: 10 race. That's what we said go.
1: the... The only those faggy
4: bmw guys are allowed to talk that in the numbers wow.
1: was neither a sport bike or a touring bike so but that makes it a sport touring bike it's not a sport bike it's not a touring bike I guess I hence done. it is a sport touring bike you know right. what i mean right. so, they
3: considered the rt uh, sport touring bike they considered you know they considered that that bike yes <laughs> is a sport touring bike
2: freaking <laughs> <He didn't laughs> the seat all
3: right. okay. all right.
4: It's all you need. I mean, you don't. You don't need the rest of the bunch. What,
2: what does this say? Vorbin? does
0: this say? Corbin. V. Five Ready? Yeah. Who, who feels like a man? Uh,
4: I've already lifted right, here it. There you go. Ready? Uh oh. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh oh. Chris's <is> guts <laughs> just before. What's that under Fifteen it?
2: pound weights. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> a toolbox. Okay. Toolbox. Either a
4: toolbox or where you keep your weed. One of the two. That's a hundred
2: that's pound seat. No. <laughs> For me, that would be seat. a
4: stash tube. it's
5: well,
0: just huge. a seat.
5: What's it's it just a of? seat. That's
0: not the exhaust system. That's not the gas tank. That's the that seat. Is a heavy seat. That's that is heavy. the seat. That okay. is the seat.
3: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> That's like heavier. He's that's huh? twice as
6: heavy
1: as a I'm, CB 750 or a Gold It's got to be 35 pounds. Oh,
0: it's, it's at least 11 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna weigh it real quick. Okay. okay. This, this the hell with it,
2: right? So, so Phil's weighing this yeah, seat, yeah. the world's biggest seat. Put is that on weighing. a
4: 150 scooter and just cut its uh, speed what's half. what's
2: making it so heavy. Is that the
1: fiberglass pan? Tub? I don't know. Or does well, it the have fact like...
2: that it's two and a half feet wide
1: is that, like, feet long? <laughs> <Does> <laughs> that, is that all gel weight or something like
6: that?
2: No, it,
1: might, it might be gel. Is that heated? Oh, I never
4: thought Does of it have that.
2: elements in it? It tool- might have a Honda element in it. <laughs> does, does the toolkit have, like, did you check it for gold? Does it have a little baby a arm bar? that comes
5: out? And, and the answer is twenty-two point seven pounds. Not bad.
2: I'm weak. I thought wow. that was
5: fifty. <laughs> you
2: <laughs> you <that> pussies. <laughs> Thank you. So does it have a
1: built-in flashlight? Well, yeah.
6: On to a play. fan mode.
2: Yeah, it, you do not expect <laughs> that. That's insane. No. You know,
0: and I appreciate all the awesome things that Corbin does because they really did some cool stuff. Um, this particular seat was uh, is that's a 600 seven hundred dollar seat. It might be. I don't. I don't. Yeah, but that it, piping it is a throwback to that like stripper this. needs to
1: get some methanol.
0: Right. So, but that's like to the eighties. That seat is.
2: Well, yeah, you got the sergeant or whatever on that thing, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the sergeant going to weigh?
0: So Ooh. we're gonna we're gonna find out. We're gonna we're gonna play that game. Yeah. Sorry for our podcast listeners who demand. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's going, going
1: over and he's removing the seat. <laughs> off of yeah. But
0: the seats twelve
2: hundred. I know a lot of guys like the Thanks, Russell Daylong seats. Day but have you ever seen an uglier fucking seat in the history of fucking seat makers ever make a seat? The Russell yeah. Daylongs with the, wings, the Russell sticking out. Yeah,
0: Russell of Daylong saddle. They is are a, a seat only a mother can buy. Only a mother can buy. Yeah, but, but those
3: are the most comfortable. So yeah, I this have is one.
0: This is that the
4: one that
1: looks
2: and like a, face, the plastic and everything? And you and have a base. you have a carbon fiber thing on the back. Is this is yeah, yeah, built like a, uh, a child seat, like a
1: car baby a baby, carrier, seat. A baby yeah. car yeah. carrier. Yeah, it's built like a child child safety and seat. Maybe not quite as heavy. One. What is oh this? No, is?
0: A car, compartment for your owner's manual. And extremely so light. Oh, wait,
2: hold that. on. But let's listen the thing. So does Sergeant uses the stock seat pan? So that means the Germans made that seat pan. And a bunch of hillbilly Americans... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be the first that's to tell enough.
0: you. I do not... And it's not I'm not. It's Hill Williams. Well, no, this, Williams. Is, this is California, and oh you God. can ride your bike in, and they will build you a seat. They have a system to while, build you a while seat you while wait. you wait. Yeah, on a ride in. So that's the difference between the Versus 1000 seat with the Corbin, which is, like I said, 22.7 pounds. I mean, most of this all right, in the Go ass. weigh it up so for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it, I mean, like, the difference you know, is this is 100% of seat. That it's has the body
2: Crickets, on. man. Mm-hmm. That has, like, a tail section bolted to it. Okay. Oh, you're licking his he's And he's, now, <laughs> oh, the, he's now
4: weighing the seat as John licks Chris's sauce garlic sauce. sausage. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and that's Chrome that's has another
0: adult beverage. Eight pounds. So, 22 7 to 8 even.
5: Nice. That's a savings of almost thirty eight pounds. Well that's <laughs> but, you, but at the same time
2: You never eight went to night school didn't have body work on
4: it. I am not
0: I slept twenty pounds Me and overweight. Bob <laughs> I don't need my seat to be twenty pounds no, overweight too. No, no. You know, it's <laughs> I got
1: my own demons to deal with. It's gotta be the phone. I wonder if that's heavier than the stock seat. It
2: probably is. Probably it has to be. Oh yeah. It has yeah. to be. Would well, you look at the underside?
5: Uh, you it's it's it's,
2: it's, but but at these the end rimx? of the day, that bike, the Versys 1000, it, it, I think if you're a guy that wants to tour and maybe go down a fire road, that might be a great bike to do. Uh, it. Well, and this is a really big thing for out, me as part of that. Seat. So
0: I've ridden the bike
5: that's <laughs> <laughs> that's very substantial, right it's,
0: there. I think it's bulletproof. It's certainly ass-proof.
5: What kind of material is that?
0: That's a hydrogenated cauliflower. Semi semi hydrogenated. Yeah. When
4: the shit hits the fan, that's, that's going like to be somebody's chest plate. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is, it is,
0: but it is heavy. There's tool tool roll in there. I mean, that's so that you know to be un, to be completely unfair to it, there is probably at least two pounds of tools in there. <laughs> we know there's maybe a pound and a half, because we know that modern bikes give you like three tools. you well, you're, so riding, BMW, yeah, when you're two, riding it. There's <laughs> uh, two hundred ten pounds of tool in it, but. So, I, I, so I've been riding the Versus, Versus 1000. Here's what I will have to say. <laughs> if you are a Versus one, and we're, the test is going to continue when I lay my hands on a V-Strom 650 and a V-Strom 1000. So when I have both Stroms, then we will do the test of both Versus versus both Stroms, which is the ultimate <laughs> nerd <laughs> O-fucking-it oh, ADV test, right? The four Vs. Yes, right? So,
2: but they're all good at stuff, but not good at a lot of stuff. Well, and that's and kind of the thing.
0: I mean, this yeah. is this is the biggest thing about I had a cross. If you build a bike for everything, it'll be good at nothing. Right. PC-800. So the. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> that's it. But I mentioned we're selling our PC-800s. You all of buy us. a specialty bike if you, buy, if you, not if you build one. a trial You're not, tri- not selling yours? No. If
3: I'm trying. Unless I let's say buy that NT. <laughs> If I'm you trying build a trials
1: bike, it'll be good at trials. If you build a motocross bike, it'll yeah. be good at motocross. Well,
0: here's what I can tell you about the difference in a V-Strom. <clears throat> I'm sorry, a Versus 1000 and a Versus 650 is the Versus 650 is a playful puppy.
2: Have you seen the guys that have modified them and put some different forks and stuff and added suspension? And like, There's a dude who takes these bikes and, and like does what Kawasaki could have, but they didn't. It makes it into a straight up. Adventure bike that yeah. can like jump and rail and it's it's pretty crazy. I do don't it.
0: doubt the motor is really happy. The and like 650 I
2: said, could probably be in the category
1: as the Africa Twin if you put the right kind of suspension. Yep. On. Uh, and I mean but
2: the d- the thing is that motor in the 650 Versys is bullet. Pr- when they say bulletproof, yes. that is, is bullet really a bulletproof proof motor. It's yeah,
0: yeah. the 650 the 650 Twin, whether it's in the form of the Ninja or in the form of Versus, it's clearly a bulletproof motor. Right. Um, and they do the, like the Vulcan thing. They have a Vulcan 650. Mm-hmm. It uses the same powertrain. So. That's pretty no. a pretty ubiquitous standard motor for Kawasaki. Now, here's the Versus 1000, and this is where it gets, like, a little fucking weird. This, when is,
1: I, this is a stupid question. Yeah. How many cylinders does the 1000 four. have? It is a four. It's backer. a Ninja motor. It's so a, okay. it's the
0: same motor that's in Chris's concourse. One so thousand,
1: yeah. 1,043 cc. It's CC's. not a parallel twin. Nope. I mean, it can't be. It's, it's a, a
0: 1,043 like like cc. The same motor that has been hammered on for ages—a street bike motor. You bet your ass. Quick Fire side pipe here. Yep.
2: Me and me and Johnny Chrome were talking before. Solve a little uh, debate. Yeah. The Yamaha fz 9 and fz 7 are they triples or, qu- or no? The, the 9 is a, right. a triple. The nine is a
3: triple. The seven
1: is a twin. I
0: think so, isn't
1: it? I believe
0: so.
2: Yeah, I okay, so the 9 is a triple. It is definitely a
1: triple. I yeah, okay. the 9, nine, triple. nine is yeah. a triple. Yes, right. I still like it. All right, yeah. good man. <laughs> it, it is a fantastic bike Yeah. all around. Tried to buy four of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah,
0: right, didn't work out. Okay, Jesus. so
5: the Versus 1000. The versus 1000 one. is versus not
0: that thing right there. The green thing, the 650, is a playful, fun, enthusiastic, 100 miles an hour on the freeway, Hanging its head out the window, dragging its tongue on the side of your car, having a great day. They call it the saucy. Dude, it's a fun bike. I yeah. mean, that is a really, really fun bike. You go to the Versys 1000, and now it feels—it feels like it weighs 500 pounds more than that bike. Mm. It doesn't feel like it weighs 50 pounds or 100 pounds more. It feels like it weighs 500 pounds more. Gravity is not but, a bike But scratch. the thing is, though, it feels it
2: had, more it, serious. It has its place, though, because. There's a huge uh, pile of people that love them for two-up touring, and like like camping touring and stuff like that. Yes, and and and
0: you're absolutely right. right. I think that if you're going to haul your wife and a bunch of shit, rather than going to a 1200GS or a committed monster-type platform, a big, big, big Winnebago, a -a Bikeabago, rather than going to that, to have something that's still a sporty bike, then... I think that the Versus one thousand is of and I've rode it I rode it fucking sporty. It's a sporty bike. Mm-hmm. And it has a uh, it has two power modes. You know, the Versus six fifty doesn't have any power modes or anything else. It's just a motorcycle. It has A B S.
1: This is what I got and this is all I got. This is what
0: this is what you're getting. <laughs> the Versus one thousand has a L and an F. Do you know what the L stands for? Low power mode. Do you know what the F stands Wundering. for? Full power mode. Hmm. And in low-power mode, you're like, this is a good motorcycle. I didn't know what the L and F stood for yesterday when I was starting to ride it. So I just tried it and experimented in different things. I didn't have time to read the owner's manual. I couldn't be bothered to read the owner's manual. <laughs> but I tried it in L, and I was like, well, okay. I tried it in F, and I was <laughs> like, okay. And then there's one, two, three different levels of traction control. So you can mix your low-power mode and your full-power mode with various degrees of traction control. My super right exactly. Right yeah. So it, the idea is having two channels. And three choices gives you a lot of different range of you know, options. Now, back to the actual performance of the bike. 50 feet away from the parking lot here on the Versus, I'm front wheel near. Giggling like an idiot. The 650. Fr- the 650. I'm giggling like an idiot front wheel near. 50 feet away from my parking lot on the 1000, and I'm, well, let's see what's here. You know, you're, you're not diving in. You're gently entering slowly. You know, you're, you're getting used to the temperature of the water. You know, Berserk. You're not going Berserk. live somewhere yeah. there. <laughs> you're not going Berserk around the Versus 1000. And then after I wrote it more and more and more and spent a few hours on it, what I learned was well, this is a tall sport bike. Like, mm-hmm. the way it delivers its suspension, the way it delivers its corning, the way it delivers power in general is very much an inline four-cylinder motorcycle. And it rewards you from being high, for being high in the RPM range. The and frost
1: heaves and stuff like that, hitting bumps on the road. A little bit. No, and you're going to
2: float over them, but more importantly, when you're on a 650 on the highway and you pass a semi, you're going to know you're passing a mm-hmm. semi. Mm-hmm. When you're on that 1,000, yep. you're going to yep. smile and be like... <laughs> yep, <laughs>
0: yeah. and it's true, too. And when I wanted to go from 80 to 100 miles per hour on um, the 650 versus, I dropped a couple of gears. Mm-hmm. You know, so I dropped a couple of gears to go from 80 to 100. But on the Versus One Thousand, I dropped one. You know, I dropped one, and there was more than enough power, and I accelerated very quickly. You
2: probably could have just gassed it. I the could have just gassed it. it. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that's true. And so that is the difference. But the 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 way the bike feels to me is much heavier. Mm-hmm. So the Versus and it's not a short bike by any standard. You know, this is one of those things where
6: the One Thousand that is. Yeah,
0: the One Thousand, and it might be because of that seat. The seat is definitely contoured. To favor the ass And Corbin likes that tractor seat mentality Of having the seat be nice and wide So it supports all of your ass It divides your weight up over a larger surface area Because I've got a
2: wide so ass see, Well, you know, that's So great, that works for me That's well, great on the highway But if you're doing stop and go traffic Yes, this it gets is a problem shit, When man.
0: I'm throwing my legs down for stops mm-hmm. so And I've got a very long inseam 34 inch inseam And when I throw my legs down at a stop I felt like I might this bike might be tall. But the problem wasn't that the seat that I was riding on the seat. The problem is the sides of the seat were cutting into my
3: thighs. Yep. See, and that's uh, you pay yep. the, the daylongs. Yep. Because yep. they're ugly, yeah, they're but ugly. they're narrow in front. They're narrow in front, wide in the back, back. And you know what? Yeah. That's, uh, those things are super comfortable. Uh, and, and, if you're and on an a, iron a tall bike like a BMW, oh yeah. you can get your feet down. So. Yeah,
2: if you're an iron bike guy, that might be your way to go. But yeah. listen, I'm, I, I definitely like function over form 90% of the time, but... Yeah. I might like game. to try
3: the Versus
0: 1000 with the factory stock seat. So I'm, I've been looking on eBay and to see if I can find a cheap takeoff. So if I can find a cheap takeoff Versus 1000 seat, I'm going to buy it just to find out. And then whoever I sell the bike to will get both seats. Um, or put that
2: fucker, some, some dude's dying for this. Oh, yeah. 500 bucks. And you How can you buy it? a stock seat for
0: 100. You're exactly and right. you're 400 bucks ahead. Yeah, you're exactly right. And this yeah. seat is magnificent, It's it's comfortable. I'm not saying it's not comfortable. It's super comfortable. It's worth its weight in gold. <laughs> it is worth it. Oh boy, and what a weight it is! But I, w- if you, if you had to ride distance, and this is where I come into my next comment, is I've ridden the uh, the Nordje long distance. I've ridden the Stelvio long distance. I don't think that we can put the Versus One Thousand into the same camp as the Stelvio. That's a good bike, though, man. But this because the Stelvio is clearly. Meant to have some knobby tires on it. Mm. The GS 1200 is meant to have some knobby tires on it, right? The Versus isn't really meant to have knobby tires on no, it. I don't think. I don't think so. Either. I just don't think it's meant to have knobby tires.
2: But here's the thing: so, like, when you get to this whole this whole adventure bike thing and like mm-hmm. the thing like that, right? I bet you ten percent of all the guys who own GSAs and GSs and all this stuff actually ever take them off. No, they won't ever. need the knobby. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. So. Bikes like the Kawasaki yeah. and bikes like, you know, the Super Tenry and stuff yeah. like that. The Super Tenry has a little bit of a better it does. following. But the Super but T is a better off-road bike. But, but here's the thing. like It's so much Kool-Aid being drunk by these yeah. BMW guys. It's like other guys tell them, like, oh, you have to have this bike, whatever. Because that's a great – like, that Kawasaki bike out there, yeah. like, if you had to do numbers and numbers, you're paying $28,000 for a BMW, right. and what is the cost of that thing?
0: Oh, that bike is two years old and I no think bike. I just paid five thousand dollars for it. What are you selling it for? I'll sell it for seven and a half.
2: Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. even a used beaver, two yeah. years old, yep. seventeen thousand. Exactly. And you're doing for eight. So you're talking right. almost a ten thousand dollar difference. For ninety percent of the people out there, oh, yeah. that's gonna do exactly what that other bike's gonna do. So what, what draws people to the other
0: one? It's the cool it's the it's the, the That versus apparently has a two hundred and forty mile range. It can do it on cheap gas. Uh it's got all the brakes in the fucking world. It has all the crash bars built around it, so it's got the whole hacky, hockey mask thing well, going the, on. That
2: didn't comes stock, right? What you ha- that that has? That bike on it. is
0: exactly how it comes from the factory. With all the with, all the with all the bags. The bags on are stock. On and the bars, bar. the crash bars. A Versus One Thousand comes exactly as you see it. The only option on that Versus, oh, I think, wow. is the handguards.
2: That's impressive. Cause it, it is, is impressive. Whole, it has the whole, yeah, crash, bar the whole still, crash bar. Yeah, it holds the whole crash
0: bar, hockey mask thing going on. And I looked. I, I went online, I checked everything out. No. The, that bike that's sitting out there is stock except for the Corbin saddle. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just occurred to me. I looked then up the uh, day-long
1: seat for a KLR6. Oh, KLR. my <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my, oh God. my God. <laughs> God.
0: It's an ass-cheat. G- that's like an <laughs> office chair on the bike. It is an office
1: chair smooshed. I mean, it looks comfortable. I'm sure it's it fun, is. But it
0: looks ugly. It's yeah. 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 Like, yeah. always yeah. Russell's always had that kind of the ridiculous face only a mother could love or a seat only a mother oh, could uh, love. But the one I had on my R90 but everything else I I couldn't get a better seat I really couldn't get a better seat you know you were like you'd ride it for three hours and be like you know what have I been sitting for three hours I really don't remember but going back to that accessory transportation system so the bike behind us that that cosmetically challenged F650GS Mm. when you put the way it's sitting right now it's a very capable single cylinder narrow motorcycle and believe it or not when you're going through the woods having a narrow motorcycle is a good idea Because you have to sometimes (laughs) go between trees. And in the city, you sometimes have to go between cars. Except for when you put on those Happy Trail boxes. And when you put on the Happy Trail boxes, that motorcycle is exactly nine inches narrower than a Honda Civic. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a single-cylinder 650.
3: It's like that ant in robots.
0: (laughs) It's ridiculous. I mean, this thing with the boxes on it, it just looked like it was being tortured. So I, I took the boxes off of it. It just was ridiculous, and the previous owner must have been four foot eight because they had the rear suspension, which is adjustable. It's knob adjustable, right by your, you know, right under your leg, uh, where an old man's scrotum would be. And they under
4: uh, your leg. And if
0: you tighten that up to where it should be, I got the motorcycle up to what I would consider to be a reasonable ride height. And when I sit on it, it doesn't sack out six inches, you know. So. It's kind of getting closer to where the right height is for me—the right, you know, the right height of an
3: operation. What
4: do you have? The I, I'm that, man. Okay, so
3: yeah. Steve was <laughs> saying that that uh, people ride ninety ten, which is—I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. So really, the adventure bikes now are just standards. <laughs> I mean, everybody. I do kind of agree I mean, with you. And so yeah. this is how the companies are bringing people back to standards. I mean, because why wouldn't you want to ride a standard? It's more comfortable and it gives you a better riding well, and, position. So. And Nick's first, what's that? Moonshine? Not for me, thanks. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that or is it water? No, it's
0: moonshine. You can tell by the bubbles. Yeah, so that's, that's moonshine. Yeah. I know.
4: You that. yeah,
0: that's moonshine. But the. Uh, that might be your moonshine that showed up here. Yeah, Pop- exactly.
2: Popcorn Sutter would have said that's very about a 95%. <laughs>
0: but if we go back to Nick's first ride, you know, on the CB750, that was 1969 to 1976's definition of a motorcycle. And it was a motorcycle mm-hmm. that had more power than most other motorcycles. That was because at that point, motorcycles only came in two channels. Motorcycle and dirt bike. You had you know you turn the channel to the left, you're on a motorcycle. Turn the channel to the right, you're on a dirt bike. Because there wasn't fucking anything else,
3: really. Right. You had their stepchild, the enduro. It had well, a hydraulic front disc brake, which yeah. the SLS, the CLs, right.
1: the
0: you know the everything. Those, like, right. But everything else is different. mutant. Everything else is mutant. Yeah. But really, at the dealership in 1973, you kind of had a dirt bike, and then you had a standard bike. And then you had everything in between that was shitty at both. It's actually surprising that it took so long to bring a four-banger to market. Because when you look at
1: the Honda racing history, back in 1960s, 60s, they were doing,
0: all through the 60s, their race bikes Mm -hmm. were six-banger 250s and stuff like that. Imagine Mm -hmm. you're a company that thinks on a scale of building 100,000 of them, something. For the racing team, you're not building 100,000, you're building ten. Top. That's before you had to ha- be able to, like, right. say there was, it no was a production. And there was
1: no homologation. No homologation.
0: Right. So, if you're thinking from the racing team, you know that what's winning the races is the higher RPMs. So, your whole thing is like, we're just going to get to the higher RPMs 22,000 RPM.
6: Right. <laughs> right.
0: And that, I was very impressed by the K1200 over there that it is 12,000 RPM for a 1200cc four cylinder. That's,
3: that's cool. obscene. Yeah.
0: Right? That's a crazy, crazy number. But when you go back to your six-cylinder, 250cc, six cylinders at Mm. 20,000 RPM. Redline at 22, right? Running on points. Running on points. Exactly. Running on points. So that kind of thing, like, it's hard to conceptualize these little tiny 50cc pistons making that super short travel 22,000 times in a minute, you know? And that's where power lived. So you had to get power by these astronomical revs, and so did the Japanese companies when it translated into sport bikes. When we had some Suzuki's early GSXRs, when they touched that magic ten thousand RPM button, like when they were just like the first bikes that could do ten k, and then they came twelve k, and then it turned into sixteen k. Early Ninja two yeah.
3: fifties ran at fourteen
0: thousand. Fourteen thousand RPM. RPM, absolutely. So it's really when we think about that. By today's standards versus the old time machine, we go back and look at what our ancestors were doing is psychotic compared to today. And it really is. The bikes, when you mentioned that we're doing this standardization, well, that the K1200S is a specialized piece of equipment. If you were looking for a bike to go cross-country on, that is not the bike to do it. Your, your hands are going to hurt. Your shoulders is going to hurt. You have too much weight forward. Your weight bias is very forward. to get there fast. After riding it for an not hour and a half, my palms were starting to get numb. My fingertips were starting to get numb because I had a little too much weight on my hands to be riding a bike for an hour and a half.
1: That's where you're going to maybe ride it to work or like take it out on the weekend and do like just a little And if walk, I was
0: uh, laying on the tank and had my weight distributed so my, ta- my weight was on my chest... And or I your was tits in your case, yeah, exactly. So, if I were super slabbing it and t-t-t-s. I had, yeah,
3: then I wouldn't have as much weight on my hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah,
0: and I could yeah. probably run further
3: distance. Even if you had a tank bag, it wouldn't be that bad. You'll leave it into the tank bag, and right. but it's once again specialized piece of wood, right?
0: You know, and I think when we get into the Versus, the Versus is it's what it says, it's, it's exactly what its name implies. It's a very versatile motorcycle, and it is the uh, yep. It, Sleepy's on the interceptor. <laughs> oh, is it worth the bad hips? Uh,
2: can't do these
0: anymore. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, sport bikes are a thing, man, and you do get—you know—I've got a couple of—I got a couple of weird things going on, on my back that makes me not like sport or sport bikes as much as I used to. What How I can't the on our Position Cruisers?
5: on that versus one thousand compared to this interceptor.
0: You know what? I haven't done a test on the interceptor yet oh, because fuck, it's, yeah. once again, zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is a couch. It is a couch. The Ctx is a couch. A motorized Barkley. The Ctx oh. is, I mean, it's just.
2: Uh, you put a windshield on this, I'll see you in California. I know. Two days, dude. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it's it still
0: every, has a two
3: seventy degree crank.
0: Right. It's got a two hundred seventy degree crank. That's exactly right. And it's, and it is a very. I think that if you just let the engineers run things, you're going to get a Ctx seven hundred if you just let the C- right. if you just let the engineers run it you're going to end up with a CTX because mathematically that bike makes a lot of sense and as practical as i am i just can't like it uh, it's very sensory deprivation motorcycle yeah but from the number standpoint dude it only has two yeah. cylinders like right. it's, it's a efficient. very cheap bike to build
3: and In the intervals on valves and everything ridiculous non-existent
0: yeah
3: right non-existent yeah, but if you're looking at that and yeah. an NC700X an NC at least has that tank uh, that front, the front, front, the front, trunk. Trunk, yeah, the front, yeah, yeah the I
2: missed mine. I, man, Frunk. I laid mine out, traded it. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a good bike.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, that's that thing is, the Ctx might be the logical, the logical gasoline powered motorcycle of the future. It might be. Why well, would that would be a great, perfect starter bike? I think I you're think. right. I think you're absolutely right, because it doesn't have the chopper flop of a Shadow 750. But it still has that same. It's almost impossible to stall it. The brakes are good. It handles great. I can do figure eights in the parking lot, lock to lock, without even thinking about it. The steering geometry is really nice. The ridiculous rototiller handlebars actually work. Oh, <laughs> they I, do. I had, I had that bike, I would have never even. I don't even like
1: looking at it. No. Because I, you know, the DCT had no interest in me. No. You might get me a little bit interested now that you tell me that you can get one with a regular transmission and everything, but I still don't care. I I mean, when I
0: was previewing the auction, the most important thing about that bike when I was previewing it was that clutch lever. Yeah, and there were other ones there that were automatic, you know, DCts, and I didn't touch them. And you know what? Nobody else touched them either. Hmm. You know know
2: what? You don't have to wear a costume to be on that bike.
0: No, you don't. That's just a motorcycle. Yeah, and that is truly what two thousand. You know what this. Generation calls.
7: <laughs> what is it? That's a fucking motorcycle. But I can't help but think that I would like it better if it had, you know, regular controls, not forward controls. Yeah,
0: yeah, no shit. You Thank have you sat you. on it, though? No, I haven't. You sit know on it. On I almost want to take the bottom hate. dam off. Like but that but that is it the same? air dam like, like semi-forward. But Semi- but semi-forward. Like yeah, semi-forward. Yeah, sit on it. Have forward. a seat on it's it. But isn't it the exact same thing, the problem that we have with the Indian Scout? The Indian Scout would be a great bike if it didn't have forward controls. But those are, that's
2: so damn comfortable. It almost doesn't. It's pretty
0: comfortable. It is pretty comfortable. I'd rather just have a shadow
2: or something like that.
1: Well, that's
0: the thing is, you know, I ride a shadow, I ride the shadow and then I ride this, and I actually like this better. I enjoy this better than the shadow because the shadow is, it has to maintain the Harley Dash- Davidson simulation thing. So it's like
3: the Ascot versus the like the, VG. the, Shadow. Yes. Look, the yeah, VT Shadow. Right, yeah. so the VT whatever or the. Ne- Nick,
2: our
0: young yep. little 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 guy here is he's getting on. He's going to try it for. Well, the he's, first yeah, he's time. and he's, he's rubbing his nuts off. Well, but and also the right age to, you know, for a lot of people that are, the companies are trying to hit people that are twenty five year old and buying a first, uh, buying their first new motorcycle. Let's put it this way: guys bought two or three used bikes already, might be considering buying a new motorcycle.
2: He's he's what twenty something twenty five right? He's saddling up to his. Let's first let him speak for himself, young man. He's giving himself right. his yeah, first I like have. little round of his yeah, well, thirty five year old
3: experience. Woman, so you consider it like a semi. Yeah,
0: because your knees yeah, are still
3: bent; they're not stretched right. totally
0: right. forward. And it would be interesting to try that bike for a day with those controls on it, and mm-hmm. try it for a day with true mids, right? With like true standard.
3: Your knees would be way up though. on Yeah, that I, don't yeah I don't think it's it too works. Low it doesn't work that. to change the foot pegs uh, without well changing
2: no. everything else. If you, you right. want to the, put then yeah. it becomes the NC700.
0: Okay. You have, to, you have to
2: build the frame up around You have to build everything tall around yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that sucks. Now. Yeah, we wouldn't want that. Well, the, well that's uh, a great
2: bike. I want that. Yeah, I yeah, want
0: that sports scooter.
2: ADV scooter. Yeah, what is it? It's the... The
0: Honda ADV.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the same motor and everything's stuck into a scooter. But if it right. had a
3: six-speed in it, it would be worth it. Oh, had. my God. Yeah. <laughs> with oh. A, with a I don't, don't like, like a six Vespa, speeds. I don't like <laughs> six speeds.
0: Chad likes four speeds. If they're Probably. right. If they're right. Well, if right if you get enough motor to back them up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so if you have a spread, it's, it's yeah. worth it. But when you have a short and The correct number
0: of gears is less, not more. The 10-speed Honda with a dual range was not awesome. It, most of the time, what did you do? You drove it in high range. You never went down into low range. Like I don't know anyone who owned either the CB1000 or any of the 10-speed bikes that, that were out that ever put the selector box into low range, that ever used the other pedal. Because it's like, the only time you would ever do that would be whole shot burnouts or wheelies would be when you'd be in the low range.
3: See, I'd do that on the Africa Twin. It would That would make sense there if you had like the... A walking, CT, a, CT, yeah, a walking gear, a CT, a walking gear, yeah. right. And so when you're in the dirt, you can drop it down right. and you can just walk along with it through fording yeah. like streams or whatever. Because the gear is a little bit too high. You've First got a thousand a
1: CC's. Yes. You do not need a lower fucking
4: range. Okay.
1: First gear and a thousand CC's. You should be able to go through any
3: yeah, fucking or you thing know what can do? You know, When you ride it, you'll see yeah, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Yeah. You know what else you can do? Is well, like then first gear is clutch. just simply not low enough. My, my husky, husky has a reckless Steve's
5: got a creeper yeah, gear. in his. You put it in the second no, gear the on a reckless and you drive,
2: too. and when you get stuck, you go, oh, shit, I'm stuck. And the motor goes, okay, I'm just in neutral, whatever. Oh, I guess I'll downshift the first, and then you do it, and then you hit more gas, and you go,
6: straight. straight.
3: You could say the same thing about my, okay, I have a 53TO30 tractor. Okay, so it's like the old Ford. It's a tractor. Yeah. Right, but first gear is too high, so right. when you're trying to plow, you put it in first gear, yeah. and you're shooting through that field, and you wish you could crank it way down, but you don't have to You need torque. half yeah. It's like you the Fords
1: had the Sherman.
3: Right. It was a low reduction. It was a second tranny and stuff like that. Right. And they
1: had right. a thing. I wanted to send it to Phil. Guy built a Tundra, and it was basically, you had your manual transmission, mm-hmm. and then two more transmissions out of that, and it was like a... To whatever the fuck he fuck reduction, Ratia, yeah. So he basically could start the vehicle up, jump yeah. out, and it literally crawled up anything. over anything. Yeah. Just at a fucking <laughs> at, a at an idle, that would creep. But I mean, yeah. I get it. I know. Yeah. I understand. Like why granny gears want that, have but, their place, but you shouldn't need a, if you have a thousand CCs. Yeah, they yeah, should, should have been like able lugging to fucking anything. That, it out. I just that's don't like
3: lugging is anything because that's damage happens when you lug something. So. I'd rather not. How widen. about this? Well, look at—we were just talking about. And it, it's a six-speed though. It's a six-speed, yeah. so they got it wrong. They should—that first gear should be low. They right. biased it, and they, they should have. And for they, then they should have spread it way out, and that sixth gear should be way high. Exactly. So how about this? So you
1: don't need two ranges. You just well, need the gearing. No, the you need the range gearbox. Gear
2: That's the whole fucking thing, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. they didn't.
0: Everybody th- complains these days, in every magazine article we read. So the Versus, I went back and read some articles about the Versus 650 when it came out. And articles written, complained that the bike was doing 5,000 RPM at 75 miles an hour or 80 miles per hour. And they were complaining that 5,000 RPM at that that, that speed was too many RPM. Now, I'm going to go into the Wayback Machine. So the Wayback Machine, when we were kids, 5,000 RPM was 50 miles per hour. It lined up perfectly. Right. You didn't need a speedometer in top gear. So in top right. gear, you didn't need a speedometer because your tack was essentially your speedometer, 6,000 RPM, 60 miles per hour. And that was just what we worked with. Why? Because inline four-cylinder motorcycles were revvy. They made their power with RPMs. That was it. They didn't have the torque of a Harley-Davidson. So at 60 miles per hour, 6,000 RPM was considered to be,
3: well, my God, you must be riding a CB550 because mine does the same thing. So I could yeah. be in the park. Yeah, with the Africa Twin, yeah, I could be in sixth gear at thirty miles an hour. Right, I could be, and I could be chugging along perfectly fine. There is a. I could be on the freeway at four thousand RPM and at seventy miles an hour, and so I don't have to change gears from thirty to seventy. A lot of people like a
0: bike that at eighty miles an hour is turning thirty five hundred RPM.
3: You just need a granny gear on that thing. Yeah, but the one thing I must say though is that at A little bit above four thousand RPM, it's smooth as silk. So if you did have a wider six, I mean, I'm not second guessing Honda engineers, but at four thousand, I mean, at forty-one hundred RPM, the thing is smooth as silk. That's that thirty-nine hundred at sixty-five at uh, sixty-five miles per hour, you still feel that that two
4: seventy degree. We were joking about that today.
0: We were talking about the PC eight hundred and the V seven,
4: and what did you say about that? that was pretty Jeez, said they're, very they're very They're very similar. Like not paying attention to which way the engine's in the chassis. They're very similar. They both like 5,000 RPM. They love 5,000 yeah, RPM. Right. And yeah, like no. one is a
0: transverse 750 fuel-injected transverse mm-hmm. 750 shaft drive. The other one is a traditional linear configuration going through a 90-degree transfer before it goes out the rear shaft. Carbureted. Still shaft drive, eight hundred cc. To have both of those bikes, and I totally agree with you that five thousand RPM is they like love it. That is the perfect RPM for both the PC yep. eight hundred and the V seven. Like, like either of those bikes, I am convinced if you ran them at five thousand RPM, would run forever. They love it. It's yep. the motors in perfect harmony. Right. See, there
2: has to be something to that. My my yeah. Super tenray on the highway at forty. 445 mm. I'm doing 80 miles an hour yeah. and it's smooth as shit and happy as a clam. Yeah. It's like the It's where that motor wants to be. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. it pisses me off when I hit traffic that's doing 65 because yep. I'm not in my happy zone. Right. You know? It wants to be doing 75 and 80 miles an hour.
0: Yep. And the <laughs> the inverse of that is the other day when I was down in Cincinnati I didn't want to ride my truck and my trailer around Cincinnati. I had people to visit, bars to go to and shit like that. <laughs> so I instead rode the Suzuki Boulevard. So I rode the C50. C50. So I rode the C50, dented gas tank and all, and Which I went... feels
4: like half of a C130. It does. Feel like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I went, you know, fired the thing up. It's fuel injected. Fired it up, took it around back, put some air in the tires, put some gas in the tank, and then proceeded to enjoy 90 degrees in Cincinnati when we were a little chillier up here. And I drove all over. I went through their park system and, and just had a blast enjoying the motorcycle. I was like... You know, for the world's most boring, pathetic excuse for I can't afford a Harley Davidson cheddar bike, <laughs> which the goddamn Suzuki Boulevard C50 is all of those things. It has shaft drive. It has fuel injection. It does run impeccably. Like they, they are like cockroach AK47s. You can't kill them. <laughs> you just can't fucking kill them. They'll be here. They'll be. Here, they'll be here forever. Well, they've been here forever. And they so. build a lot of them. <laughs> right? Yeah. They've been. They've been here since the day of the carburetor. But they were called Volusias back then, and they don't—they're not good. But so I rode the thing around, and I'm enjoying myself. You know, I was in my truck; I didn't have a helmet or anything, so I was going, you know, full asshole. So I'm just driving around, enjoying Cincinnati, having a good day, and I really did have a good day. We went and had a good meal, had some drinks, got to meet some cool people, and then at the end of the night, I rode back to my truck. You know, some 25, 30 miles away, because my truck was at the extreme north edge of Cincinnati. And we were hanging out down in the cool part of Cincinnati. So I had to drive the bike on the freeway 25 miles. Now I didn't like the motorcycle as much nearly at all. Because that motorcycle has the wrong gears. It's got the wrong final drive is what it has. At 70 to 80 miles per hour, that V-twin motor is just fucking singing. It was way too, mar- way too many RPMs.
3: Just the wrong, it has the wrong rear end for it does, the and highway, so the it common does the wrong one for the street. Right, I mean, getting around town was
0: awesome. You know, like front wheel off the ground, leaving the light and the sport. You know, the sense of enthusiasm, considering it's an obese cruiser bike, could get the front wheel off the ground is kind of fun. The common trick on that is to take the final drive out of the big Suzuki Boulevard. When you find a crashed one laying around, you just cannibalize it for the final drive. And when you put the final drive out of the big monster motor, the M109 or whatever the M90, whatever the fuck it is, the it guy enables. I worked with had
1: a 109. That yeah, it's actually kind of an impressive beast.
0: They're a beast. It's a beast motorcycle. It's the V twin version of the. It's a the, lot of cubes. It's the <laughs> a white trash. A, it's the white trash, aka urban hip hop version of a Hayabusa. Usually, yeah, right on. So the, uh, but that thing, at freeway speeds the speed I wanted to go to get back, I was like, well, listen you little cruiser pretending to be a sport bike with all your RPMs. You know? Because it was just, it wasn't going, <amas> it was going, at the- <laughs> it went, it went, yeah. <laughs> like 70 miles an hour, it was going, are you really sure you want to do this? It was like my grandfather with his cancer kazoo. And then at 80 miles an hour, it was slow like, slow down, you dumbass. It was like, you kids have been fucking with my shit. <laughs> and at 95 miles an hour, it was like, I'm done! <laughs> <laughs> and that bike would not go over 95 miles an hour. I had it stuck, throttle pinned wide open. I blew a taillight, a turn signal off. You Look, there's a turn signal hanging right off of it. Blew a a lot turn of Yeah, I blew a fucking turn signal off a motorcycle. It just fell off the fucker. It's dangling <laughs> on by the cords right now. The J.B. Weld, the previous owner put on it, was not 95 mile an hour it's rated. not good for sure. <laughs> no way. J.B. Weld <coughs> is not good for no, sure. It's not the good price of, of strength. Not, not 95 miles an hour on a goddamn boulevard. But at 95 miles an hour, I knew that I did not need a rev limiter because I did not need a rev limiter. I was at the engineer's point of structural, we can't feed any more gas in the motor faster. Structural failure. It was just going, we can't make things happen faster. If you're
1: in tough gear, you don't have to worry. Right.
0: No, the days of worrying are done. On anybody.
1: (sighs) You're in tough gear. Yeah,
0: you don't need to worry. You're not going to blow it up. You'll be fine. You'll be fine.
1: There's enough airflow. Your
0: aerodynamic resistance is far too great for yeah, anything yeah. that you're riding at top gear. You're not gonna passport. blow it up, Bl- <laughs> to- blow up a top, blow up a passport in top gear. Yeah,
2: probably still hard. Yeah. Are really. you guys aware that uh, this week Honda sent a nuclear missile toward KEM, or KTM, their <laughs> KTM? What was this nuclear missile? <laughs> what? You guys, you guys. Didn't no, see no, no oh, right. I, I saw that actually. Yeah. So you know, KTM owns the streetable dirt bike market. I agree. Point, right? I agree. So Honda actually listened to the public and all the adventure guys and all the people that are like, I want a dirt bike that I can ride Oh, they built a yeah. yeah.
3: They built the CRF, 450? CRF
2: 450. CRF 450L. Yes. And it came out
3: finally. So, Congratulations. Congratulations. except it's
1: nine
2: thousand. Now, dollars. everyone go out and
0: don't buy one. Ten thousand <laughs> bucks. <Yeah>. it's <laughs> under three
2: hundred pounds with a two-gallon titanium fuel tank.
0: Oh my sweet baby <laughs>
2: <laughs> And it's supposed to make. Well, that should look
0: great on an insurance claim.
2: It's supposed <laughs> to have everybody having a motor
0: boner right now. Everybody is like so stoked about this. Yeah, but it's still okay. Everything that they've done, I totally approve of. Mm-hmm. The problem is, at a ten thousand dollars cost of entry for a four hundred and fifty cc motorcycle. You're two thousand less than the KTM, but the KTM is a piece of professional grade hardware. Compare right. that to a DRZ, though. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. All right.
7: Suzuki has to do is put fuel injection and apply for a no new shit. inspection. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, the DR.
2: Why don't they? Like seriously, Suzuki needs. A, hey, Suzuki, you have a very
0: popular. Actually, motor, this twenty-five-year-old engineer <laughs> right next to me just yeah, said what all they need to do, to fix to their do was put
1: fuel injected on, on the uh, the XR six hundred and fifty L. Right. Yeah. And they'd but have been right there and the at thing. a cheaper price. So wait, let's
2: let's price. back off this announcement this week and back off as an industry right now and say Okay, I'm taking a deep breath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Honda said, Holy shit, there's a market for this. <laughs> right. So what's happening with the rest of everybody?
0: Oh yeah, they're all gonna fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, are we gonna all gonna follow. No, are we gonna fall. No, now the market's gonna
3: die on all those bikes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no dirt bikes will always be yeah.
3: fun. Yeah. The uh but your
1: version will come out and it won't be quite as fun. It'll be It'll be great at just about everything, but not spectacular, and it'll be a Honda.
0: I think that that market, when you think about that mid-size, the mid-size dirt bike. I've said for years, yeah. the CRF 450. If you could right. just get a street, like, right. fuck, stop fucking around with the 250s right.
1: and the 230s yeah. and everything. Just give us a street legal CRF 250 right. or 450. Yeah.
0: A KLX that would be fantastic. KLX 250 will go 80 miles per hour, but, here's but you the don't want to do
2: it. So they came out you know? with the rally version of the 250, right. and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it looks great! It's this and that." Right. But they, they had the balls of like a it fucking neutered yeah. dog, yeah. right? It's it terrible to ride. It I sucks. rode <laughs> one down in mid Ohio,
1: and it sucked. it sucked. It did. It, it sucked. Sucked. was no
2: fun. You couldn't right. do a wheelie.
0: It was. So now
2: th- the 450 comes out. So <laughs> how far are they off from a 450 rally?
0: Right. Oh yeah, I mean, but at ten thousand dollars. So like, this is the point. So I guess that I. You're totally probably still better off
1: going out and buying a CRF 450 plane right. and putting a Baja kit because that right. bike was $8,500. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just put get put lots kit and, and, yeah. and you're, you're saving yeah. money. Yeah, put but I agree. also think that if
0: every Chinese bike that comes out now, Chinese... What'd you say? I said you could still do that. Yeah. 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 And Chinese bikes have proven <laughs> that <What>? you can <laughs> have... What'd you
4: say? Oh. Look,
0: China's proven that you can have shitty 250cc motorcycles and scooters that have fuel injection, right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Definitely. So that,
2: Garrett, that that guy, there's a like 200
0: or a Jaeger 200
1: back in your shop. that's well had fuel injection for damn
2: near 10 years. Here's the yeah. thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pitster Pro that now is GPX Motors, whatever, right? Brought in the two stroke uh, uh, 250 that guys are all jerking off on. They say yep. it's actually a halfway decent quality bike for what it is. Sure, but they mm. also have a 450 coming in. Yeah, that's gonna be street legal and like. Forty-eight states, I think California and what, anybody that's snooty won't let it be, right. but everybody else will be. Yeah. And
0: I think the price point is <laughs> thirty-five hundred bucks. And so I have no problem taking a good piece of metallurgy. I mean, this is where I have a problem: the Chinese stuff we that we've like sampled candy can, here, exactly. The, the Chinese stuff that we've sampled here has been brittle on its best day. There's absolutely no consistency. They don't take heat ranges outside of the normal realm well at all. We've seen. Stuff literally frangible. We've seen shrapnel as a result of Chinese inconsistent metallurgy. Chinesium. Chinesium. That's why we have the term chinesium because we're holding something in our hands that used to be a master cylinder. Mm-hmm. It's a kryptonite to bikes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's like, well, why did this thing fail? Oh, well, look, scratch it, test it, feel what it's made of. It's not made of the same shit that that one's made of. But that one was made six years ago. Cheap Chinese pop metal. Cheap Chinese pop metal, exactly. And that's the difference. But if a Chinese company can figure out a way to have a $1,400 scooter with fuel injection on it, and if your Honda Ruckus can have fuel injection on it, your Honda Metropolitan has fuel injection on it. Now it does, right? They do.
3: Yeah.
0: These, the fucking Ruckus, the, the stupid Metropolitan... That can't get out of its own way at 40 miles per hour is fuel injected. Right, but these other bikes don't have But why isn't a DR fucking, why isn't a fucking DR 650? I'll tell injected? you why. Yeah. They don't have to be.
2: The EPA.
0: <sighs> well, and not having that money. though,
2: there's a huge pile of people, the guys yeah. that actually are traveling around the world with this though. Yeah. When they're in fucking East Zimbabwe, fuck yeah, That's true. Yep. You can't fix an EFI fucking thing, but you can get a fucking float bowl or a jet needle for a fucking carburetor.
0: By God, I can cobble together some
1: shit. Yeah, but it is. But it I would argue this: you can take, a, you can make, you can a fuel injected bike pretty easy compared yep. to.
7: You can't fuel inject.
1: Fuel carburetor. injecting a carburetor is absolutely true. true. Well,
7: well, also, how how often does a fuel injected bike go wrong? Uh,
1: uh, very, very rare. Extremely reliable, given the right sure. circumstances. And here's the thing. Well,
6: yeah. And I would Kambabala. even
1: argue, you know, people say that a uh, fuel injected bike is not serviceable. There's a lot of serviceable parts on. it. Of course it. there. You, are. you can Absolutely. replace the fuel pump. You can clean the fuel pump. You can clean the, service you can fuel the, you can the fuel bike. You can yeah. clean the fuel injector. You yeah. can do right. a lot of shit. So you're sort of shorting out and burning up your ECU. Right. But that's actually fairly
2: rare if you don't if it's a stock
1: bike and you haven't fucked around with it. Yeah. You're probably not going to burn
2: up your... You so know, is this a case of a bunch of old fucks that are scared of new technology? Probably. Driving yes. and
0: the but and the other thing, too, is this. You, you piss with the dick you got. okay. You don't go to war with the bike you want. You, you go, go to, go to the the bike with a war with the bike you have. That's exactly right. And right now, we're going to have to change one of two things. Either we're going to have to change the fuel that we're drinking. Mm-hmm. okay. we got to change the fuel that we're drinking, or we've got to change the machines we're drinking it with. okay. That's where the real problem is. Because the re why are carburetors a problem? Well the carburetors weren't a problem when gas was gas. When gas oh, had yeah. one ingredient. Yeah, yeah. When gasoline's one ingredient was gasoline, carburetors weren't really a problem. Cuzzling. It yeah. really wasn't. I mean I lived that era. We all did. And tetraethyl lead. Right. Yeah, that, that's a bonus. Yes. I like the smell. You and I like why it smelled so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the smell of light of gas. Um and I also not like being able to do long division in my head. <laughs> so <laughs> the uh <laughs> It's a trade-off. It's, it's a trade-off. It. <laughs> it's You're going to have it. dumb kids. I think we the should. car's going to run great. Only race gas. All but the idea gas. is this. <laughs> if we're going to have this this silly putty, this blend of shit that they're selling us, which doesn't have a shelf life and loses its behavior and loses its qualities very, very quickly after you purchase it and actually isn't very good for the product when it goes in and it's anhydrous and it takes the moisture out of everything rubber that it touches and it dries things up and it turns into crack brittle. The shit John has pulled out of the bottom of motorcycles in the past year or two and shown us, and we're like, okay, we have all seen, we've seen all the various different versions of what yeah, the fuck can happen. Mm-hmm. But what he's shown me recently is just starting to get really weird. You know? This is like, a float bowl is full of, like, alien boogers. <laughs> you know? They're They're, chalice- yeah, mm-hmm. it's the weirdest shit. And it, that makes carburetors it's incompatible so the fuel is incompatible with carburetors add to that we have a down season so where we live we have a down season we can't keep the gasoline flowing we can't keep the gasoline fresh the current it is oxygen enters. it's meant to react with things and, and the cer- right the current the current it version goes of gasoline just sitting there much faster and i don't wish i wish we couldn't call it gasoline i wish it had a name other than gasoline. it's fuel the fuel, the fuel that we're buying the fuel blend that we're buying isn't engineered to last 120 days and in fact after 60 days it starts becoming really really bad and starts doing evil shit if you have a carburetor so that's why this podcast tends to beat down hard on carburetors when you guys who happen to live in the west coast where you can ride your motorcycles on a reg. i think we all speak from a
1: position of authority too i've cleaned a thousand carburetors How many of you claimed? I
0: can't can't count that.
1: How about this? So on top of that,
2: I had a friend who owned like 15 gas stations, right? Yeah. And they had multiple different names and all this stuff. And they had different, it's weird. You can own like a BP, you can own this, you can do whatever. And he said literally, like, so all these like companies like Shell are like, oh, we have Shell Guard and BP has Bubba whatever. He's like, do you know what that is? And I'm like, no, he's like. It's a five-gallon tub that yep. you add to a 10,000-gallon tank. Exactly right. And that's what ma- – all the gas comes, and it's the same company. Trust they me. dump it in there, and they put this five-gallon yep. thing into the 10,000-gallon tank, yep. and that's your shell guard. That's but, right. That's what it is.
0: It is. And it, like, it flows out on top of the fuel and <laughs> seals it from air.
6: <laughs> right. So the five just like first five
5: people, yeah. yeah right.
2: I've got
0: friends that drive for oil companies, and I've got friends that work in oil companies. And what the first thing they'll tell you is, if you come and tell me how brand loyal you are to Sunoco or Shell or BP or whatever, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Because he delivers out of the same truck to all, all of them. Right, 100%. All comes from
2: Soko. Soki, or Soko. And yeah. legally, the reason they can say their gas is different is that five-gallon add to it's the 10,000-gallon fucking yep. dump. just
1: yep. the
3: add that they order.
1: Here's the BP special sauce. Right. And they yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is.
3: still don't get nitrogen. <laughs> In the fuel, what good is nitrogen? It's just an inert look, yes, it's, it's, just, it's just as important as the nitrogen in your tires. Don't <laughs> <laughs> scoff at that. shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's science, mother. <motherfucker>. Potholes <laughs> don't exist with nitrogen in <laughs> your tires. Come on, dude, that's science. It was <laughs> <laughs> nitrogen, nitrogen in your tires. oxide, At least you can nitrogen suck in it out of your tires <laughs> and, <laughs> and be
3: <bleh, Right. laughs>
6: exactly.
0: Yeah, the, the, only be the, <laughs> <type>. <laughs> <laughs> the only nitrogen you should be enjoying is the oxide type, <laughs> 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 the <nitrous laughs> makes your voice really low, like James Earl Jones. Nitrous makes you really creative
3: nitrous oxide not nitric oxide yeah nitrous
0: oxide we're (laughs) at we're at our limit uh we're at the limit for any of you who ate it all in one portion (laughs) congratulations we're sorry (laughs) that's it it wasn't meant to be consumed that way that certainly wasn't our worst podcast no not by far we had Mm -hmm. good stuff is there a moto guzzi rally there is uh there's moto guzzi raffle
5: are, are you raffle, bri- raffle, raffle. Are you bringing the bike down
2: to the Moto No, Guzzi because I rally? think the
0: Moto Guzzi rally that we normally go to is in September, is it not? And that bike will be gone? That bike will be gone by July right. 8th. It'll
2: be in my garage on July yeah. 8th. That's
0: exactly <laughs> it. right? That's yeah. Labor Day, not Memorial Day. Oh. Right, thank you. It's Labor Day. Right, that's it. So uh, that does remind us. Uh, some people have questioned the shop. It is uh, paypal.com. Once you get there, send $20 to clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Should I make it as a donation? You should. You should make it as a friends and family, or as you a purchase. Make it as, don't make it as a purchase. You also, fuckhead. As long also, as you don't, you don't make it Don't you listen to this shit? Oh no, one guy this week did put in a, a, a request for tickets, and he sent us fifty dollars. Right. So he just gave you a ten dollars tip. that's, two. It, that's ten well, two dollars tickets tickets and a money. Gratuity. But that's that's as a person true. that's figured that tip? As you well. know what?
1: The only proper thing to do with that is you probably will have more than one person who does
0: that, and in those now cases, we've had one.
1: <laughs> oh, well, if you ever have a second one.
0: We've had one and I'm this far from naming him. And if you have a second one, <laughs> yeah.
1: you're going to put both of their names on the I'm ticket. On one ticket and they can fight it out. You each get half a ticket. Right. Dance oh. off dance off. off. Also, dance. also, cuz yeah.
2: I am guilty of this, so celebrity you're death listening, match. Please don't do this. If you have if you're typing an email cuz you want to talk to Phil or anybody here yeah. at Kumeimoto and you're looking for a part or something, make sure you're looking for the actual email that's going to go and not yeah. the raffle ticket thing. I right. apologize for that settings something in I was looking for a scooter part, and I said, "Cleveland
0: it, I, Moto has a
4: website." You motherfucker!
0: We know. have a I phone know. number because we're a shop. What? I know we have a phone number, <laughs> yeah. so people who try to order parts on my Facebook page—how's
4: <laughs> <laughs> it work out? <laughs> what the
0: fuck is wrong with you people?
4: <laughs> but I've got some really special shit. But like, I mean, that nobody else I has. Don't
0: gyro. I, I, okay, if you're—I understand the idea of being lazy. I understand the idea of not <laughs> wanting to do shit. But seriously, <laughs> I know you spend a lot of your time on Facebook. But I'm special. But I'm sitting here on Facebook, and I don't want to leave Facebook. That would be such a journey to go from here all the way to the Internet. It's
3: dark in <laughs> your go mom's face
0: basement. To go from Facebook all the way to the real Internet? Mm. Huh? where I would have to go to a www and type in clevelandmoto.com? Or maybe I would go to their Facebook page. Oh, I'll go to their Facebook page, and I'll click on their website. And from there, I will get their phone number or their email. That's way too many clicks. I've lost interest already. Will somebody come to my house and massage my corns and bunions? So what you're Take saying off. is you're
2: not going to build a tour site that's only accessible through the deep web where you I'm accept like, Bitcoin. god, fucking hell, yeah. yeah. I hate I'm my parents thinking about going back to the point where
0: we only accept cash and beaver pelts. I hate
6: my parents.
1: This millennial got it. Yeah.
0: The millennial to my immediate left not only got me on the joke, but called me on the joke. Yeah. So fuck the rest of you. He showed up with a fucking beaver belt. And for that, he earned his raffle ticket. Yes. Yeah. Because if I say some shit what everybody here will tell you is that I will live up to it no matter how drunk <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, when I yeah, said yeah. it. They've all benefited from good deals made on a bad drunk. Yes. I wonder Bum. if a groundhog could pass. Yes,
3: a As a beaver pelt? I don't know. His Hunk beaver pelt was pretty legit. What a
2: skunk pelt that's still attached to the carcass that was ran over
3: recently? No!
2: Oh, God! No. We let him
0: slide. His shit was untanned and we let him slide, but he did give us the disclaimer. He was like, the guy I got this from warned me. This is untanned. And I went, I don't know the difference. It's a beaver pelt, <laughs> and I said beaver pelt. Therefore, ticket.
7: Well, well, yeah. now wait a minute. I had to, I had to Google. Well, the the issue was that untanned pelts, yeah, like attract like insects and stuff. Oh, really? So, like, so they deteriorate. Yeah. So I googled how to tan a beaver pelt, and then I went to my grocery store. I bought a box of borax, and I went to town. It's stable. Okay. okay it's I, I, stable. I won't say it's tan. It didn't it's, it's seem stable. to be active. Yeah. yeah it did that, not appear to be active.
0: Know, it's uh, not we active. To, we
1: always used to use alum, and there are actually oh, some natural things where you can actually take uh, grass mm-hmm. and mix it with water. And in Pakistan it has, they use
0: piss. Because it has tannins in it. You're looking for tannins. Ask us how we know that. For a while, when we were racing, <laughs> those bags that you drink
1: out of the goat. Well, bags? for a while, when we were racing,
0: <laughs> when you're racing motor scooters, you may not have the same budget as the guys racing like CBR, good stuff. So, a lot of our stuff, the term "packy leather" became very popular in our community because a company called NewEnough.com could sell you like a set of actual real leathers that were used for like five or six hundred bucks that were like good quality leathers, but they had to be the same size person. Or they would sell you a set of packy leathers. And packy leathers were also like 400 bucks, but they were brand new. And they came in the 1980s Power Rangers flavor of <laughs> colors <laughs> and print patterns. <laughs> but by God, it got your ass on the track. It was, it was track legal for 400 bucks. Yeah. tops and bottoms. Right? <clears throat> Except for as you found out the first 95 degree day at Gateway International Speedway, bug bites. when you're sweating your bowls off, standing out on an asphalt parking lot racetrack, sweating even when you're under an easy up, that the Pakistanis tan their leather with the urine that comes out of the creatures that made the leather. (laughs) <laughs> so you smelled awesome Oh my god no! Yes. The good news is I never bought Packy okay, Leathers Because right. I was a little freaked out by the whole idea <laughs> I bought myself My first set of used leathers was a used set Of like real HJC
6: like
0: yeah. It was like a used set right. Of respectable $250 Used set of leathers They were a little big on me but I duct taped where I needed to And I, then I fucking I was a man and I grew into them son of a bitch no. <laughs> Thirty-eight waste. I'll get there eventually, uh, but my lifestyle endorses that sort of behavior. But all the dudes were in the packy leathers. You could smell them at like, turn three. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they were just like they be like,
4: "Row, row, row." Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! Do you
0: smell that? What the fuck <laughs> is that smell? And we're standing there in like post-ride briefing in a small trailer, where they're reading like the results and stuff in the trailer. And you're sitting there, and these dudes have got what? You can pull your race leathers down. You know they're one piece leathers, so you just pull them down. You all seen Valentino Rossi? And all of a sudden, well, picture you that, but being furrier and fatter. And then the smell hits you, a homeless person, of human smell, human sweat, and like, I'm not gonna say cow, yeah. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it makes you want to yak.
2: So <laughs> back in the day, when like way before the, s- the stunt bike thing happened, we were kind of running New Philly in those roads. Okay. We all bought full leathers, right? Yeah. And I was actually in shape back then and halfway decent, so I bought a leather that was supposed to be my size. And it was kind of my size, but I had to work to get it. Yes, you better. do. Yeah. And so we went out riding, and we rode all day, and I was sweating, and the leather was just absorbing everything that I was putting out. But I bet it was fitting great. Oh, it was fitting awesome. And then I came back, a and shammy. my wife wasn't home. My ex-wife now, but my ex whatever, wasn't home. And I got upstairs, and I went to take it off. Yeah. And I got so far as to slip the tops over my shoulders, yeah. which then pinned my arms behind oh. me.
6: <laughs> and then I fell on the you ground. You might as well have been <laughs> in a hockey fight. And I sat there for four and a half
2: hours wondering if I was going to die in my leathers because I couldn't get them fucking off. Oh, you know, straight I is. was straight jacked in fucking and racing leathers. And oh. so, like, about 8.30 <laughs> that night, my ex-wife comes home, and she's like, I hear her downstairs. Where are you? I'm like, I'm up here. She's like, yeah, I'm like, can you bring me water and help me? And she's like, what's wrong with you? And so it's, she never understood the motorcycle. No. She came up to and she was like, you're a fucking
4: idiot. are not you? Like, she idiot. slapped
2: you around a little bit first? She did. I mean, like, it was, and it hurt. I think I dislocated the shoulder. Like, it really okay. was fucked up. Right. So, like, when you talk about one piece yeah. of that's a th- like you have to get them to the fit because they'll f- they'll kill you if you can't. Techniques, <laughs> the company, techniques.
0: I mean, makes really good leathers. Yeah, yeah. And my race sponsor bought me a set of techniques leathers, and it's like two thousand dollars. Oh yeah. And so when I ordered them, you know, they want all your measurements. And so what I did is like I ordered them like, well, you know, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm am doing great these days. I'm. Uh, I ordered them and I fucking ordered these leathers, and when they came in, I think their tape measure and my tape measure. We're not from the same the tape, tape measure box. Tape measures, they don't have Holy the same, fuck. Yeah. It took a lot of work to get into these things. And once I got into them, I couldn't really move. I, there was no way I was moving. So <laughs> well, I, your,
5: your tape measure was from White Castle. It might have been. No, but, but here's <laughs> yeah. a PSA
2: about yeah. <laughs> leathers, though. So, like, you see all this shit on eBay and stuff like that. And these guys are selling leather. And they look fucking great. They're yeah. going to put them on but, like, there is a – if you Google, like, like leather testing or something, like, yeah. like, racing leather testing, yeah. whatever, and they talk about all the major brands that sell, like, race leathers and all these, like, mm. eBay versions of it, whatever, yep. there's, like, this whole abrasion test where, like, if you're in these leathers, and just like you see on MotoGP or anybody, these dudes crash at 200 miles an hour, slide across yep. the ground, get up. And they're okay. Right? Oh no,
0: they're they're the leathers are intact. It's all right. the, the inside of them that's but
2: broken. But here's the thing: a lot of it, yeah. a lot of it, has to do with stitching. Of course it does. So yeah. these cheap fuckers get this like inferior leather, which is obviously not going to last right. as long. But more importantly, they explode yeah. when they hit.
0: Yeah, the stitching
2: just bursts, and you're fucking exposed, and you're done. If you
0: do order something on eBay and it's it's leather, it's meant to be a motorcycle riding thing. Remember that if you are, so I'm a size 44. I, I wear a 44 inch jacket. So I'm a 44 chest, which means if I'm ordering anything leather, I have to order a 54 because that's European cut. So all leathers come in European sizing. So if I go on the Internet and I buy, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm a 44 long. I'm going to order a 44 long set of and jacket or whatever I see on eBay for cheap. <coughs> that thing is going to come in and it won't fit your child. There's a reason it's on eBay. There's a reason it's cheap. And the reason is that 44 equals 34. And the 54 is what size I actually wear. And that's a big goddamn deal. And you remember that when it comes time to ordering clothing, if you're going to order any race leathers or touring leathers or anything.
2: Or a fucking T-shirt. I bought a fucking Valentino Rossi T-shirt. That <laughs> it wasn't Valentino Rossi. T- it was a 3X. Yeah, okay, I'm 220 pounds. I'm not, a, I'm, like, I'm not slim, but I'm not a giant moose. This fucking thing, right. my four-year-old daughter couldn't put this fucking shirt on. A three X. I'm i going to tell you. I tried Xs. on jackets and stuff out yeah. there one time, yeah.
1: and I there's no way I would ever buy one because no. the arms. I mean, they were well built. Well, and Vance well, I and felt like I had two PVC pipes on my arm. It was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. There's like there is. No, this is going to take ten years for before it gets comfortable for yep. me. You know what? I mean? And that's like, a racing jacket. It's like put a, you into a posture. It just was like. Yeah. Well, mm. it's supposed to be that way. I'm well, and Nancy, you long. can't it's buy the jacket. It's not meant for walking around. No. It's meant for sitting on a motorcycle. Exactly. So it
0: was too short. Oh, well, they're terrible. Best. And
1: I'm like, no way.
0: I'm spending $400, $500 no.
1: on a jacket. That's not cool. And, and that's yeah.
0: a lot of people in the racing will think, well, I'm going to buy a two-piece. I'm going to buy a two-piece so I can unzip the jacket from the pants, and then I can wear the jacket just with my jeans or whatever, and it'll be practical to wear it, to get more use out of the jacket when I'm off the track. But really that doesn't work because even in a two-piece – the way the jacket's cut, that once it's unzipped from the pants, you don't wanna wear that jacket around. Because it'll be just showing your tramp stamp. Your gut your you know, your your is gonna be hanging out under it. You know. I'm going to donate
2: fupa. Um, next time oh. I'm here. I think next week I'm out of town, I'm going to see a concert, but sure. I'm gonna donate you do? to Cleveland Moto a vest that I had made from a leather company oh, yeah? during my sport bike days. Oh wow. That is chrome. Chrome leather? With chrome leather. With all kinds of awesomeness attached to it, with my nickname at the bottom, but it'll be available to anybody. And it's velcroed, so you can adjust the sizes. Yeah, so I like you the can sound make of a this. Lot of embarrassing choices. I like the love. sound of this. This, but <laughs> yeah. I will bring it it will be yeah. donated
0: to the. At some uh, point, we should ask our podcast listeners to bring bring shit by the shop that they don't like, want, or use anymore. Because yeah. Liza does a very good job of that. She repopulates and. Provides for a lot of the new riders who show up in her area with decent gear that's better than nobody. That bike
1: starting up outside? Yeah, yeah. What
0: is it?
2: Yeah, I hope it's not mine.
1: That's across the street, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Hope I hope it. so. Yeah,
0: he's, at the don- he's at the donut shop. All right, guys, that's well, it. That's all we got. On that, uh, note. on that note, please remember to ride fast and take chances. Play us out. Press the ba
6: Press the button. ba the